Hello, welcome to the Roleplaying Exchange. It may have been weeks or months between episodes that you've listened to, but it has just been an hour since episode two of Elevation. And that's what we're jumping into, I would say, today. Again, the uh, another episode of... God damn it. I'm just tired, guys. Take it away, Sean. <laughs> uh, so welcome back. We're doing Elevation still. Uh, we're on part three of four for the job line. Uh, everybody's back. Like Adam said, uh, we took an hour break between these. Uh, we're, we're back here to do it all over again. Uh, same crew, same people you know and love by now. Um, I'll let you all introduce your characters and yourselves again. Um, and then because we got paid so much bounty on the last job, uh, go ahead and tell us how you're, uh, how you're dealing with uh, being broke, basically. Some of you are broke. Some of you yep. are decently, but... Just, just, just me. Broke. <laughs> Hello. I'm Adam, and I worked in a bank for six or seven years before, uh, and so I kind of know money. So I am reprising the role of Skids, and uh, you know, Skids, the lovable uh, parkourish kind of uh, person who is a taker that is raising their niece in their brother's absence or her brother's absence, and um, yeah. Uh, Skids has kind of went over a nice transformation that I've seen in a matter of two days, as a matter of fact. Skids um, started out as a loose concept for me, and now I have a, a relationship that was definitely established with my niece in the second episode. And we were, I was also shown what happens to a person if you become a latent and you get stuck in the welcome center of elevation, which is a nice little prison holding cell for all the latents in the colony. And uh, the thoughts of not being able to hold that little girl in my arms and leaving her all alone has tore me up both as a player, a father of two children, and as the character themselves. Skids has managed her money financially after I figured out clerical errors on my part of charging upkeep for every item since it's been, I mean, item, but every uh, upgrade. So I am accidentally sitting on 15 bounties. So despite the fact that we pretty much after rent, or upkeep, I made nothing except scarring memories financially. I mean, I'm not going to starve anytime soon. How about our letter B brownie? How about yourself, sir? How are you doing? Let me just start out by saying I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, hi, this is Brownie. Um, I'm playing Vaughn, a mechanical and electronics-inclined uh, character who made so much bounty last time. Helped along by the fact that I'm paying upkeep on a pair of Ubix specs for my dependent that I had to pull money out of my bounty bank. Uh, this is going to go great, guys. I'm one away from a stress crack. Oh, goodness. Well, following up, this is Chris. I'm playing Decoy, and Decoy's doing fine. Just great. Just peachy. <laughs> I only took one stress last, last job. Didn't get hurt. Um, I did have to take a little bit out of my bounty bank, but I had plenty left over, so... Uh, this hero of the crash is a hero of the economy, too. You inflicted more stress damage than you received, I think. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I guess uh, I'm next. This is uh, Nick playing next. And I'm so glad to hear that all of you are doing so well financially and flourishing. Uh, I had to not pay any upkeep on my dependents, so they're probably not too happy with me. I also couldn't pay any upkeep on my Stingray or my Ubix Specs so that I could feed myself, keep a roof over my and my family's head, and keep my submachine gun and laptop uh, in working order. 
Plus, I, I paid an extra bounty to have a doctor check out my chest that was filled with chlorine gas at one point. Oh, how'd that happen? Yeah. yeah. So uh, my arms and my one leg are still damaged. My family is probably not, and friends are probably not happy. And half of my equipment is still in working order, but I could not refresh it, unfortunately. Your girlfriend and son haven't seen you in months. <laughs> Spent time with me. They've seen me in passing. I still got the hooch bottle. None of them want time with you at the moment. <laughs> yeah. We have a whole bunch of stuff to sell off, but uh, unfortunately, we need to pay upkeep before we can. Okay, so for the two of you that dipped into your bounty banks to make your upkeep, you both need to make me a self-control check. It's uh, nothing if you succeed. It is one more to stress if you fail. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, that is a two under four failure. Hey. So, on cracks on their stress track. <laughs> um, so, here's, here's the scene that I'm going to set for you to react to. Get back to elevation. You finish the job. You're all excited. Hey, you live through it. And then you sit down to start counting up your finances because you got your pay coming in from, from Jed. And it's a great day. And you realize that, holy shit. You don't have anywhere near enough to pay for this. And in fact, you're going to have to take like half the money that you've been stashing away to someday retire with just to make ends meet off of that job. Well, let's say 85% of the money I've been stashing away. <laughs> oh, even more. Yay. Uh, so you're you're at your new house um, that was strangely enough provided for you um, free of charge uh, from a guy named Leroy Smith, who is the head of the Shipping Hands. Um, and has, you guys have learned, uh, taken a rather antagonistic stance against your current employer. Um, he's given you a home and he moved your wife in while you were out of the Enclave on a job. Uh, so that's a thing that kind of happened that wasn't the best of best of times for you. But you get there and you find her and she's very comfortable in the new place. She likes it very, very much. Uh, she informs you that uh, Leroy comes by all the time to check on her. Uh, you know, she he, if he doesn't have the time to do it, you know, he sends... Uh, uh, an associate of his, you know, one of his employers or some, employees or something like that, to come by and check on her. She feels very well taken care of and very safe here, and she appreciates all the stuff that you've done and that are you're doing for her. Uh, and then all the financial burdens uh, sink into your brain on top of all the stress from uh, whatever it is that uh, Leroy is doing to you, and your mind just kind of goes crack. And so you get the choice to fight, flight, or freeze off of all this coming down on you? Well, it's going to have to be Freeze. Okay, so uh, if you're choosing Freeze at this point, uh, kind of like we talked about earlier before we turned the, the recording on, um, I'm going to say that you basically, like, go to the back corner of your little cargo container here, get yourself wrapped up in a blanket, and you just refuse to come out or get up, um, short of, like, not peeing in the spot in which you're laying, like, you don't move. Oh, so, somebody's having a depression nap. <laughs> um, you will not get a work or life balance action for this. So your um, dependence will go to strained, needy, I'm uh, sorry, needy, not strained. Ooh, that'd have been a bad jump. Uh, and you will not get to participate in the uh, job searching and scams. So noted. As you get to uh, to, to mope and, and wallow in your, in your depression in your little cargo container. Hey, upside is, at least you don't hear the clacking of all the casualty teeth from the fence. Oh, how much money did you have to take out of your uh, savings, uh, Vaughn? Seven. 
Well, you can you can easily recoup five right now. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, if you want to go give more secrets to to Leroy, he'd be more than happy to pay you five more bounty for that. Uh, I'm a little bit busy rocking back and forth in the corner in the dark, stabbing myself in the leg with a fork. Oh, that's that's fair. Did did Steve find anything or do anything to help when he uh went over to help uh, Vaughn's dependent move in? Uh, as you decide to go looking into Steve and, and what he's been doing, uh, I need you to make me a roll. Just roll a a, a die, a black die. Uh, great. I should have just been quiet. <laughs> it was coming anyway. Probably. Seven. Seven. Okay. So, uh, Steve is MIA. I don't know where he's at. You can't seem to find him. If you ask around for him, nobody seems to have seen him in a day or two. Um he doesn't have a Ubik signal active for you to try to call him. You, know, you leave messages and stuff, but you don't hear anything back from him. Um, Vaughn's wife does say that he did come by and check on her that day that you called him, uh, but nobody's seen or heard from him since that point. Okay, that's that's upsetting. Um, I feel like, especially with my paranoia trait, that's a stress check. I mean, yeah, self-control check. I would agree that that would be a, a dramatically appropriate time to have one of them. Uh, can I increase the severity of it uh, by playing my paranoia to get a will? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. Can't go wrong. Let's hope I do well here. Success, nine over two. But okay. I guess the in- severity did increase. So go ahead and lose a uh, point of stress or take a point of stress. And on okay. success, you're still going to take a little bit of a hit. But you get a will. So yay. You did it. God, Steve. Maybe he's just just uh, just found a new job opportunity, and he's uh, expanding our market or getting new supplies or, or something. Maybe he went to that farm up site. Don't say that. Uh, okay, so that was the the two people that had the missed upkeep or got their stuff out of the bounty bank. Um, missed upkeep for next. Uh, where did your, you end up on your equipment for that? Oh. Um, I succeeded on both, uh, so they the the equipment still functions. I just didn't get any refresh for it, and I lost the optimized um, upgrade for my stingray. Okay, uh, is there any other housekeeping that needs to be done before we move into work life balance? Don't believe so. Okay, I take the silence as negatives. So, um, you guys are preferred preferred providers. That was hard to get out uh, with Jed now. Um, so he contacts you and says, Hey, I've got another job ready and waiting for you guys. Um, whenever you're, you're ready, let's, let's do this thing. Uh, we're, we're on the home stretch now. We got to get this thing done. Okay. So we're a PPO with Jed. Good to know. <clears throat> okay. So once again, you can take actions um, with your dependents to heal your, so, uh, your self-control or your uh, humanity tracks. And then we can take some actions uh, to find out some stuff about the job whenever you're ready to do that. So who wants to uh, jump on the grenade, as it were, and start having some of those? Well, I assume I might as well. Um, yeah, uh, I guess. So there's like, what's the mechanical? I can't remember. Like I said, it's been a while. What's the mechanical benefit of bearing a burden other than narrative? Uh, bearing a burden is supposed to be like you need to supply something for your dependent. Uh, coping is sort of you deal with PTSD, like flashbacks while you're having a scene and then engaging with the community is uh, a outside member causes a problem or raises something that you overcome. it also it also builds up the uh, how the community acts and responds to certain things like uh, last time you did uh, an engage the, the community thing and we developed that there was the, the small playground or park um, 
next to the visitor center uh, for the children to play in. I think that I would like to engage the community and, uh, yeah, I would like to engage the community and uh, try to um, see if I can find anything else about my brother. Okay. So maybe you, we engage, engage in the community also, also always build something into it. So maybe we have the gun hands have a missing persons unit. Uh, so like, my suggestion would be like uh, the gun hands have like a search and rescue team, essentially. Um, yeah. Like if, if somebody calls out on Ubix saying like, holy shit, like stuff exploded, um, you know, for a fee, they will come out and pull people out of the fire, as it yeah. were. Um, so we could say like, uh, you're going to go visit those guys. Uh, they got something to. to I'm kind of out. like gun hands is not the, the shippers, right? So yeah, I would go. I would go to the gun hands. Like I know, like it's really not as much as I, I had the money to go send them out on a rescue mission or anything like that. I'm just wanting to put a feeler out and see because it's it's an entire taker crew that disappeared. And uh, yeah, I was kind of like I really like it's, we're getting past the waiting part. Like I really got to know like how to plan my life. So um, we all know what happened. Come on. <laughs> That's so, that's ma- immediately how I imagine everyone's going to act. Oh, Taker Crew disappeared. You yeah. know what's going on. But yeah, just see if they can find it. Uh, like, talk about um, maybe trying to figure out what my brother was doing. So it's not something we're going to narratively really address in the game, I don't think. But it would be something that I would like to, after I finish this elevation stuff up, my character would um, try to uh, get some closure. Okay. Uh, so for this, what I'm going to say is, uh, Nick, since you have been playing the dependence opposite of Adam, um, Nick, why don't you play a uh, one of the gun hands, like the the, the guy that runs the, the SRT, um, and we'll have, say, Adam basically comes to, to talk to you about if, you know, you've heard any rumors or found anything out or anything like that. And I'll, I'll interject with some good, um, you know, humanity damaging uh, interludes or interruptions here in the process of that. Okay. Next. Uh, so uh, the um, the gun hands have uh, a set of silos. They're not the actual grain elevators themselves, uh, but they're like hundred foot tall and sixty foot wide um, corrugated metal silos that are built just off the edge of the uh, the, the main grain elevators of elevation. Um, they've emptied those out and they've built like a barracks and training ground and stuff in and around those. Uh, so that's where the the scene is set at. Um, Skids comes into the to the gun hand silos to uh, to seek out the SRT. Okay. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm so glad you could see me on such short notice. This is uh, I don't really know how to begin this. Uh, long story short, uh, my brother was a member of a taker crew that went out some months ago. Okay. They were, they were kind of involved in some cagier stuff. They, I never really got much of a, a bead line on what it was. And uh, you know what? I was blissfully ignorant and not uh, having to take up the taker lifestyle. So I didn't pay attention. So <sighs> I don't have the money right now to really go into stuff. I, I think of this as a consultation. I'm just wanting to figure out where I can begin with this. Like I can give you the name of his crew. I can give you the name of uh, some of the members uh, maybe I was hoping to see if with your resources, you could find out what job he was working on. At least give, if I can't get someone else to go out there, at least give me an opportunity to um, try to find out for myself what happened. Ma'am, uh, Taker Crew, you say, just went missing out there? Yeah, the Threshers. The Threshers, okay. And what, the, the, uh, do you know what uh, enclave, enclave they uh, left out of last? Oh, they left out of here. They're... Left out of here, okay. 
Uh, now you say you don't have any money on you. No, not like I've got, I've kind of got a steady stream and that's why I'm saying I can't pay you to go out and look for them right now. I was just wanting to check and see what kind of services you could offer me and my niece. Uh, well, for free, I can just tell you anything we might have heard offhand. But uh, if you want us to actually do anything, we will need to see some bounty, unfortunately. Uh, do you know what client they were working for? That I that would be a good place to start for an investigation if you were to do it on your own. Uh, that client would be able to provide a um, provide a you know direction for you to go in, unless it was uh, you know you hear these takers talk about Joel's. Uh, was was it his Joel's that he was going out on? He was talking. He was talking like we were going to all be leaving. So, <laughs> oh, 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 so, ma'am, ma'am, it, what what relation is this person to? Is it your? You, did you say what, what, what was the relation? Brother. Okay. W- were you too close? Yes. Okay. Uh, did he have any other loved ones that he might have wanted to take with him when he finished his jewels to wherever he wanted to? Go? His daughter. Uh, and yeah. I assume that she's still here. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking I'm primary care provider. And was he close to her? She was everything. Okay. Uh, now I, you, I might not want me to to hear this, uh, but sometimes people have to be brutally honest. Uh, there is a chance that he might have died out there, whether actual undeath, uh, death or undeath. Uh, but there's also the chance he might have just taken his money from his jewels and left and started a new life. He wouldn't I, do that. I don't know if you've thought of that. <sighs> oh, with that right there, let's uh, let's roll a self control. One such an ugly number, isn't it, Sean? <laughs> so what's this damage to? Um, I'm going to say this is a detachment hit. Like you'd never thought of it before, but now that it's been mentioned to you and said straight to your face, you can't you can't get the thought and the vision out of your head that your brother just straight up dumped you and his daughter out here and is now retired and living the high life in the recession somewhere and just said fuck it. All right disappointed to tap into that because even your own flesh and blood the people that you love the most in this world true or not like you can't not have it in your head anymore that that's that's what that's what they do to you so times now i i like i said i didn't mean to be rude but there is always the possibility but uh if i was to direct an investigation my free advice would be to look for that last client or reference that might have uh might be able to point out the job site they were working at. And that would be the best avenue uh, well, you know, looking. Tell you what, if you let's reverse this real quick, because I've got, I got to pick up my daughter, oh, my, my niece, excuse me. <sighs> Might as well be my daughter. I, I got to pick her up from, um, uh, she's being watched. If you find something, you contact me and then we can talk. Like, I'm not telling you to do it. Like, I'm not expecting you to work for free, but if, and everything you all do. Otherwise I'll get back to you. Um, when it's financially more feasible, okay. Uh, okay. Um, you know, feel free to check in every once in a while, um, and uh, we'll we'll let you know any information. But of course, anything substance costs you, unfortunately. She she nods, stands up, and um, you you've seen the the face someone makes when it's like they're kind of their lips kind of drawing together, like they're kind of you know fighting back something, and just kind of looks up at you and just kind of halfway grins or smiles, tries to smile a little bit, and like. All right, and she seems much. Um, she seems much smaller when she you see her walking out the door. And scene, yeah, that was pleasantly um, not heartwarming. Way to drag it down, guys. Okay, 
<laughs> Who would have thought this game about disaster capitalism would have, you know, downer moments? Ugh. Adam, did you see me go in there with the he might have jumped the fence without you or no? No, you're fine. <laughs> you're, you're, hey, listen, you're fine. Okay. Like, I, no, I, I didn't see that. Like, I honestly, because I've always kind of had something in the back of my head for him anyway. But like, you know, throwing that out there, that was like for the drama and for the narrative and how I, you know, and that's what I like about this game, how like you can sculpt your character in a certain way. Like, I think it's worth a detachment to, um, see a human side of uh, our people who go out and do horrible things. So, well played. Who wants to go next now that we've uh, set the bar so high? (laughs) There's a petting zoo in town, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I do want to go next, and Decoy is having a rare moment of uh, self-evaluation. A lot of bad shit happened in the last session the last job that was straight up decoy's fault so is this uh are you trying to take care of some trauma or is this building a community thing or what i'd say this would be coping coping absolutely how how are we coping because next nearly died and uh that was mainly my fault because i threw a fucking chlorine gas grenade at him it's true so um i was drunk at the time you know, which is probably a bad idea. So I'm going to say we're coping by my dad's taking me to the bar. <laughs> it's the best solution. Absolutely. You're sitting at the table. Your father has uh, been up to the quote unquote bar, which is more of a, <laughs> more of a plastic folding table, but Hey, it's not classy, but it works. And he returns with two Mason jars full of uh, what passes is uh, alcohol. Oh, wow. Paul, you went for the fancy ones. These are ball jars. Oh, you remember when we used to be able to get green beans in them? When you're when your uh, mammy we used to can, yeah, one? yeah, I remember. <sighs> Wishfully stares off and into <laughs> the distance, takes a sip of his drink. <sighs> what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, I, I'm I'm not good at this, and I never was. You've lost that fire. You've lost like you're not sure of yourself. What's what's up? Like, uh, I'm I'm scared, Paul. Every time I go out, I'm scared and. First time it was a lark because we, we had something to fall back on. I was just, I was doing it because you asked me to because you wanted to toughen me up. I don't have that now, Paul. And uh, before I could take a drink and just be like, oh yeah, I'm just having a little fun. But now sometimes it feels like that's the only thing keeping me sane. Like, you remember that, that old co- compound bow you had before it broke? Yeah, I remember that old thing. I remember you always told me that it wasn't the the strength of the bow that was that made it so dangerous it was the tension and you always had to be careful with it because if that if that string snaps then next thing you know you're you're missing a finger because the tension just broke through you and i'm worried that's going to happen to me because i'm i'm seeing it happening to the people i work with listen like i never it wasn't toughening you up son it was i don't know how long any of this is going to make any of this is going to last and i just i'm i'm thankful for the very next day i you know i didn't want to raise no dandy or anything like that. I, I want you to be be self sufficient, and you you are. You're 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 doing it. You you really are. And you know, it's the tension that makes it deadly. But you know, at the same time, like you don't know the quality of uh, your tool until you use it. And I mean, and you know, it's 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 part of it. Like don't don't be too hard on yourself. You've you're still doing what you're doing, and you're keeping it together. And You've you've done everything. Like I'm proud of you, and 
I know you, you'll make the right decisions. Like doubt is, I doubt myself all the time. I mean, we all doubt each other. I just, some of us are better at hiding it than others. So enjoy this drink. We'll, we'll sit here. We'll talk about, we'll talk about what we're going to do when we get all this mess straightened out, son. And, um, we're going to wake up and it'll be a new day and it'll be a new day, a new day of chances. And, um, you'll see, you'll see it's, uh, it all works out in the end. I, a lot of the things that happened, you know, to us, worse things happened to other folks. There's a reason that, uh, you know, I don't want to get too theological with you, you know, but there's a reason things happen and, um, you're just, you're fighting yourself, you know, you're, you're trimming the fat. And he just kind of awkwardly, um, looks down into his glass, takes another drink and, uh, reaches across the table and with his uh, left hand and just takes yours and briefly squeezes it. You, he's not a hugging sort, never was. And there's this brief, awkward minute, or not minute, but a few moments of just he closes his hand over. Just He kind of you know pulls his hand back and uh, raises his head up and um, just kind of tries to start a normal conversation as best he can. And to think two weeks ago, he forced me to kill a dog. <laughs> so we're going to end the scene with that. And the uh, the thing that sticks with Decoy the most out of this deal is that Decoy basically just told his dad, hey, like, I, I feel like I'm literally out here killing myself. Like, I see my, my coworkers, the other people out here doing this with me. Like, they're all dying around me. I'm watching it happen. And your father said... I know, and I'm so proud of you for going out there and killing yourself. It's pretty fucked up. Isn't that, honestly, isn't that a nice criteria, uh, critique of the working class that just finds nobility and your suffering and doesn't really look at how bad you're getting fucked over? Right? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's thematically appropriate, and it's horror all at the same time. <laughs> now in my mind I, we have this now you know kind of rainbow shooting star going across the screen <laughs> and you know Paul's just like I gave him real I gave them really good advice <laughs> <laughs> Paul's all proud of himself I handled that great by God <laughs> and I'm just like wait are you saying it's good that I'm dying <laughs> <laughs> so we're all dying. Oh, terrible. oh it's terrible and I love it uh, so who wants to go next Got <laughs> the bars, but set again. We're doing, we're doing great, guys. I'm uh just to make a self control check right there. I wasn't trying to fuck you over, Chris. It's just <laughs> how it rolled. That that's what coping is is PTSD attacks. Does, uh, I succeeded, so you you managed to uh, to drown your sorrows in uh, horrible moonshine and maintain your sanity so you, you drank until you forgot that he said that shit to you <laughs> I, there's a theme Again. with that during his vignettes <laughs> it's reminder so far so <laughs> well, reminder well, that decoy hates their dad well you know in set the bar of like hey your brother may have abandoned you <laughs> like, so so nick. Uh, yeah, nick, i was about nick. to say did you call me in <laughs> No, I said Nick. Okay. His voice is far less annoying. Oh, God. Is he listening? No. Even if he was, I'd, I'm joking. <laughs> Nick, um, what do you want to do for your vignette today? Uh, well, one of my dependents is missing, which leaves me with two more to choose from. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you could swing by. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, uh, I guess, my girlfriend, Patty. <laughs> Patty. 
do your best, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, you're on deck to play Patty. Re- reeling me back in, huh? <laughs> uh, so, Nick, are we going to uh, cope, bear burden, or engage the community? I'm I'm gonna gonna cope. I feel like there's oh. a lot of coping I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I finally just had it and just collapsed at whatever passes as my home these days. Walk over, sit down, lean into next, arm around shoulders. What's going on, sweetheart? I I think coming here was a mistake. A lot more than I did before. Have have you seen Steve recently? Not for a couple of days. Okay. Um well apparently he's gone missing. He was he was kind of kind of on edge a little bit about the business, you know, how it's not doing too well. Um but Yeah, he was he was getting a little uh Little, little pent up. I thought things were were turning around. Made a good, good haul the last job, but this, this, this past job, everything went so south so quick. Made barely nothing. Got attacked by dogs. My own supposed take fellow taker tried to gas me. Hey, I didn't try to. I did gas you. Quiet you. I, I'm just, just happy that I could come back here to, to, to you and. uh to, to to my son, uh, loving and caring family. It, it, it helps keep me going. Well, you know, uh, life is what you make of it, and I think we have a good one here together. Just gotta just gotta keep moving forward. Yeah, I believe in you. Thank thank you. That that's all I need to hear. This next one will will pay off. I know it will. You've been good to us. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I think that's the self-control check yeah, right there. Self-control. Check. I was I was going to interject something in there, but I don't need to now. As like her stomach's probably rumbling. Uh, your girlfriend is lying to your face, and you know it. Uh, that's that's a failure. Yeah. So go ahead and uh, lose one distress. As uh, you know, you, you can't help but sit there and like hear the the grumbling of her stomach because she hasn't eaten in a day or two. She's she's here and supporting you and telling you that it's all fine, great, and wonderful, and doing the best you can as your girlfriend and your son slowly starve, and your business partner that also depends on you has apparently like gone missing. This is fine. It's all fine. You don't even need to worry. Just one bad job. Just one bad job. I mean, the upside of this, one less upkeep. <laughs> <laughs> Except that's not how it works. He's going to be seen. <laughs> oh, that's horrible! And I'm proud of you for saying that, Brownie. Oh my god, it's his, it's his delivery. Like it's just so like <laughs> it's just so Minnesota nice uh, to the face. Okay. I'm I'm very not Minnesotan. Uh, okay, uh, so that was our life parts of the work life balance. Uh, we know we have a job waiting for us from Jed. Um, um, take- no, it's not. Did you not? You did one. Who didn't do it? Bond, Bond doesn't do it because he freaked out. Bond, Bond loses out on it all because he's too busy with his depression nap. Okay. Is he going to even be? Help, is he going to help us with the uh, work side of things? Unavailable. Great. Well, I got to still sell all our crap. <laughs> uh, okay, so we know we have the job there. He's going to try to sell stuff so that we have a little bit of bounty. Yeah. So that's his work action. Um, so basically, it is only skids and decoy that have work action. Hmm. Well, I guess let's do this. You want to go first, skids? 
Uh, no. <laughs> you go, I'm trying to figure out what part to do. Like, uh, yeah, but yeah, in, in character, yeah. We, uh, it looks like he's, um, he's having a bad day. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll pick up the slack. We got this. We could just, just take a moment. We can bounce back. It'd be good. Uh, I usually do what you got. Y'all tell me to do. Um, uh, uh, oh, 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 uh, okay. Um, I guess, uh, well, fuck. Decoy has no fucking clue what to do. Um, I like it. So we just you, don't, you don't have to take the action. You don't have to do a work action at all if you don't want. Like, oh, no, I do. It's just I'm trying to figure out how Decoy will fuck it up horribly. Oh, well, try to give him. He got that pep talk from Paul. It's all right. <laughs> Remember, Decoy's non binary. They're dumb. I'm sorry. I call everybody man and stuff like that. I apologize. Yeah, you're good. So they, uh, they'll be all right. So how about this? Um, I'll go ahead and. Well, I could go to the bar again. No, no, you've, <laughs> you've been to the bar enough. You've been to the bar enough. Would we have known about um, Steve, uh, Steve taking off? I don't think uh, uh, Nexus told us. Probably not. I probably wouldn't want to worry you at first. Or you're too paranoid that we would uh, spill the beans. That as has been probably. shown has happened. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to be nice and keep up with the nice theme. But yes, it was pr- it'd probably be mostly that. All right. So, um... Well, wow. Decoy is going to reach out to the folks over at the Gun Hands and try to apply to the security team as a means of getting information. Okay. Um, what do you have for social skills? I have persuasion, but you know what I really have that is really good? Shoot. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to say... Yeah. <laughs> I what don't have social skills. You can use shoot, but I'm going to impose a penalty on shoot and say two is all the more you get for it instead of the three. Okay. Um... Like it's very obvious that I have an ulterior motive. Like you're not you're not subtle enough about it that like they're gonna know that you're trying to pump them for information. But at the same time, if you impress them enough with the shooting stuff, they might uh, some pity on you and give you some information. Okay. So what are they having me do? Uh, basically, like you're gonna do some uh, like training drills and stuff like that with them. Like they have you like do some uh, cardio. And then make you do some shooting with your heart rate and breathing elevated and stuff like that to see what your uh, skills are actually like under pressure. Okay. Uh, that is an 11 over 5. Nice. Uh, so you do impress them um, enough that they tell you that, uh, yeah, if you get done with the uh, the, the job that um, Jed's getting ready to send you on, um, like we're coming in to, uh, to hold a location after you get it secured. Uh, but we're we'd be more than happy to take you on uh, if you're ready to leave and jump ship from your current crew. Well, what 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 do you what do you know about that though? That's all the more details that they're willing to give you at this point in time. Uh, so basically, you get the gist of the job, which is that you are going somewhere to secure a location. Uh, I would say if you talked with your other friends about that, you might be able to figure something out collectively. But uh, decoy by themselves probably isn't going to get full amount out of that. Not the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay. So uh, I guess I'll bring that back. Like I'll, I'll hit up skids and next with that, that info. Okay. So he's going to hold a place. So, so the only thing go. I could think of are key junctions 
or the actual end location. You'd make me a foresight check? Sure, I can do that. Or you could do it if you want. Uh, I have it in, at one. Oh, I have it at two. Okay. Uh, that is a success. Uh, the end location, you know, is uh, another set of grain elevators. And if the whole point of this is to actually move the grain from here to there um, and keep the grain viable, you're going to have to, like, secure that location and probably clean it. We're freaking the custodial crew. Grain doesn't get tainted by mold and... Aflatoxins and vomitoxins and... Uh... All those fun things we discovered uh, that will do terrible things to your dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other news, Chris does his research. So the uh, the full gist of the job that you can find out from that is that you are you are going to go secure and clean uh, so that the grain can be transported to the ADM elevators back in St. Louis. I want to. Uh, I would almost be checking for competition, but I'm really wanting to kind of think of this as more like. You guys, you don't have competition. You know yeah. you don't have competition. I know I don't have competition. I was just wondering if we should maybe check out who's kind of been dogging us. Yeah, that, that horse is still recovering. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to, excuse me, trying to think of what else we need. Any suggestions? Price. Okay. Knowing, knowing your price going into it, so you know if you need to jack the price up in negotiations could be helpful. Okay. So, yeah, I'll go for price. So I'll uh, use networking to, you know, I still know a few people do books and stuff like that. I, so to check, I think I got a, well, I got also one. And I'm just checking my character sheet. One of two that I have laying around. No, I don't. I fell that row. Shit. You can spend a, a will if you want, or a tap a reference if you want. Fuck it, I'll tap a reference. Gina <laughs> in accounting. Gina in accounting. Uh, so you... Hold of Gina in accounting. She is an accountant for Jed directly. Yeah. Uh, so you know that he has put aside 14 bounty as the baseline for this job. Okay. Thank you, Gina. As long as you give me that money that you owe me now, I'll be more than happy to help you anytime, dear. I'll tell you what, when I get that 14 bounty from Jeb, I'll hook you right up, huh? <laughs> okay. So with that all figured out, it's time to negotiate. Uh, did you want me to sell the equipment that we were going to Oh, yeah. You need to do that. I'm sorry. I was I, I got ahead of myself, didn't I? So just uh, to to refresh for the listeners, uh, selling a toolkit, selling hooch, selling stims. <laughs> Definitely not strychnine. Selling a multi-tool, and we're selling the car and the diesel, correct? Or Okay. Just pull the multi-tool out. I kept that in my upkeep. Okay, so no multi-tool. Yeah. Okay, so... Um... Vehicles and the fuel are kind of specialized things. So I'm going to ask you to do a networking check for the vehicle, for the fuel, and then for the other stuff. Okay, so three checks in total. Okay, so I will use my laptop on all of uh, First one will be for the tool, uh, for the for the miscellaneous gear. Uh, that is a failure. Okay, uh, so you can uh, sell it at half of its upkeep. Cost. Okay, that would have been seven. Three. Okay. Next will be the vehicle. That is a success. So you get the full upkeep cost for that, so four. Okay. And then diesel. Success. That is a. Holy crap, that's barely a success. That's six over five. Spend that will. Spend that will. Spend that will. No, no, it's a success. Six over five. Still spend that will. Uh, Yeah, I'll spend the the extra will I got to make that a crit success. Okay. Uh, with the crit success, you will get the full cost of that, which is the four bounty per charge. 
So that's 40 bounty that you make off. Okay, so we made 47 bounty. Uh, split. As broke as you were before, yay. Okay, so that I means... I got that in the liquid for our uh, for this leg. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll divvy it up after we do expenses. Okay, okay, that's, that's fine. Okay, so with that settled, now we do negotiations because we're back on track. Uh, so for this one, Jed actually comes to you. Um, well, he doesn't come to you because you're... He can come to you. He'll come hey, to like... Uh, your empty warehouse slash uh, place of business that is missing your uh, dependent. Um, Jed, step into my office here. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, I don't have any bread or uh, grain alcohol to uh, wheat beer to offer you. Uh, would you like some staples or nails? <laughs> uh, he politely declines your offer. I think that's quite of the night. <laughs> um, so he, he tells you, um, like right off the bat, he says, look, uh, you know, I know you guys have been in on this whole thing with me from the get-go, and I appreciate you guys respecting the NDA that I forced upon you. You've done a great job. Um, you know, it is inevitable in small, tight-knit communities like this that, that things get discovered, and so far we've done pretty good with it not getting all the way out. Um, Leroy's got some suspicions, and that shit your, your guy pulled a couple weeks ago didn't help anything. But so far, so good. Like, they know stuff is happening, but they don't know exactly where and they don't know exactly when. I, I just want to bring something to your attention because I feel like we trust each other and we need to be open there to finish this successfully. Uh, uh, the Leroy has uh, purchased a home for uh, my associate, Vaughn. Uh, Vaughn didn't ask for it. He was just his dependent was given it while we were out. Uh, I've swept it for bugs or anything suspicious. Uh, he, we are in no way associating with him, but just wanted to bring that to your attention just so you don't worry about it if you heard of it or are going to. Uh, I appreciate the forewarning and the candor, sir. Um, like we, we've, 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 we've done two jobs and we just don't want anything coming between our, uh, our, uh, favorite client. And we hope we are your favorite, uh, customers per se. I mean, at this point, yeah, like I, I wouldn't go to another ticker crew unless I had no other choice. Uh, you guys have been excellent and have exceeded all expectations. I, I have not a complaint to make. Glad to hear. Well, just for, remember that's the breadwinner's brand. Uh, I still I still don't know what to think of that that shenanigans that Vaughn pulled. But, uh, you know, if he keeps up the good work, I guess, he, he you know, on the other cheek, forgiven and forgotten. But um, so so here's here's the deal. Um I'm just going to come right out and say this one for you. Uh, this shit has to stay absolutely secret from here on out. As long as you're successful on this job, like the last one will be ready and waiting for you when you get back. I absolutely will not pay you if those people that happen to be trying to undermine us um, figure it out because of something you guys pulled. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's we're, we're down to the nitty gritty and at the point of it has to be this just like i said i'm not trying to be a dick but but understand that that's that's where i'm at and where we're at right now and i thank you for your candor uh we will definitely take that into consideration we have taken steps as you know to ensure the nda is upheld and other than that one slip up we believe that uh which technically wasn't a complete slip up but other than that we have executed the NDA to the full extent that you wish for us to carry it. 
All right. So and we look to do so. Sorry. Sir. Okay. Let's see. That is a tie goes to market. 10-10 after modifiers. Okay. Hey. Uh, so do you want to start or do you want me to start on the negotiation, sir? <laughs> Giving me the option straight up. Um, I will have you start. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he comes right out the gate and says, um, you know, like I said, I, 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 I think we've done really well together. Uh, we've worked well together. We've got a good working relationship going. Um, I know I hammered on this the last time we discussed payment. I mean, I, I'm I'm having to do so much beyond just what you guys are doing that money is the tightest it's ever been. I'm, I'm essentially, you know, taking out loans and banking on the future money that we'll have after this is done to get everything covered that I have to cover. Um, so he's going to play against your uh, loyalty, your loyal and true uh, spot to say, take the little, the lesser amount of money now so that he can afford to get everything done and save the on. Uh, do I get to defend against that this time? Yes, you will get to uh, get a deception check to that move. Uh, I understand money's tight and we're doing it for the Enclave, but we do need money to be able to do it for the Enclave. If the money's just not there, we just can't complete the job to the quality or even at all that you have been seeing. It's just no matter, like, we want to help you, but if we can't help you, we can't help you. So I guess I'll roll deception. Mm-hmm. That is a pass. Eight over five. Okay, so I'm only going to get the one sway. So what is your counter argument, sir? Uh, you want to go ahead and run scams? Oh, no, no. I still have to do a uh, oh, okay. my, my argument. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, and speaking of money being tight, it is tighter than ever for us. Like, we've we've had to... Like, those of us who are the best off of us had to pull whatever we had left out of our reserves. Um, I... I couldn't pay for half my equipment. I think I, I could barely afford for myself. We only had enough food on the table to where uh, we had to make the hard choice of who got what little food. We are suffering here, and my family is suffering. And we, I just need the money just to put food on the table. You understand? You're 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 a family man. Can't you please just? I, I'm not. I don't mean to beg here, but could you just find a little bit more money for us? Just so. The people we're doing this for are still here when we get back. I'm already missing a friend, and I don't know where he was. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty convincing to me. Play on his family week, uh, spot. Yep. Pass 12 over 7. All right. Uh, so you get to jump up 2. I get to come down 1. You end up at labor for that, and I end up at 100% markup. Uh, then we have a scam action. Okay, we don't know how many rounds we got, guys, so uh, whatever you think is best. We should probably get the top. Um, fuck. So we have at least we have uh, we have two more spots. One is a personal spot, and one is the positive rep spot. All right, I think we need to we need to up the market price. Yeah, it would probably be good to up the price now because we can always get another spot in the next two rounds. Yep. Hmm. So we know Jed has enemies, right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious that uh, Leroy is out to get him, essentially. Yeah, shipping hands is out to get him, and the gunners are at least curious enough to what he's to to inquire about what he's doing. One thing that comes to mind is we could um, create friction between the gun hands and the shipping hands to build up a market market war, basically, and then 
this is not decoy thinking this up. This is Chris thinking this up. Um, and create that uh that uh sort of dissociation, like that uh that conflict, as a way of um showing that there's unrest in the unrest and elevation, and that you need to look to you need to get this done fast. That would raise prices pretty easily. I'd say that one would work, yeah. Yeah, stabilizing thing. Mm-hmm. So we would have to destabilize the uh, enclave. Who wants to take on that action? Because that totally won't blow up in anybody's face. Um, again, this is out of character. Decoy would not think of that. <laughs> well, Decoy can have an epiphany. Skids, maybe you should try and work on price manipulation. Vaughn hasn't had too much success in that. I also came up with the idea of the the, <laughs> uh, the viral thing, and that blew up in my damn face. So uh, well, that blew up in Vaughn's face. Well, that's my fault. I suggested it. You should have tapped a reference, my dude. And then some of it bounced off of my face over onto Nex. That, that kind of fucked us all up. Yeah, we should have just tapped. Uh, I mean, I could do it if y'all. I just don't know which. What would be the way that one would start friction between the two? Spray paint, paint dicks on our bases. <laughs> I, I mean, we could also go about it a different way. We could just say that there's a shortage of cleaning supplies, or some other thing. Except that wouldn't affect the um the. So we always have to think about this in the term of supply and demand. The demand is high. The supply is extremely limited, but the supply is also only known by the people who are in control. So we have to be careful. Like you could start spreading rumors that the grains that the grain is going bad. That would definitely work, yeah. Yeah, you know, I can pull a, uh, go to the bar, like, they see me so, out trying to get, sh- I make a big show trying to get shovels to go out and bury the dogs for, from the grain testing. And then I, like, we that. start finding, there's no more dogs. <laughs> to test. I, I know, I know I'm not there, but I do remember no more shenanigans or we will not pay you coming up. Just think about it. I kind of feel bad about biting the hand that feeds us, to be honest with you, right there. I mean, that's the stupid thing with with your job and stuff. Like they that. didn't you... feed us last fucking session. <laughs> <laughs> two of two out of three of us, two out of four of us had to pay into our bounty banks, and one of us is fucking in debt now. They didn't feed us, so don't get this bite that hand that feeds you bullshit, <laughs> motherfucker. These are capitalist clowns. <laughs> Oh Lord, I love you. Do whatever method you guys want. I'll just yeah. be in the the negotiation. I think the method of uh, the the dog thing will definitely work if that's the way you want to go with it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'll just put a I'll kind I of uh, means, um, his his shtick and murders a bunch of dogs and like makes a big show of like where have all the dogs gone? Why did they all get fed grain and now they're dead? Hmm. Or maybe po- I don't feel like I don't want to actually go out and murder dogs, but I can start pointing out that there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot less dogs over at the kennel. I wish you know, I I know wish why. would come to the job now. He's always over there tending to dogs. <laughs> He's just always burying dogs. Uh, so what do you have for uh, what do you have for uh, social skills there, Skid? I would actually rather do criminality and say that I'm try I'm just actually just. Spreading the word as uh, minutely as I can, you know what I mean. Just kind of uh, planting a rumor on topics. Ubic yeah, topics. <laughs> I'll take criminality. That'll work. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank Jesus. It's seven over four. All right. What is your natural black, sir? Uh, my natural black was six. So you raise the price by six. Okay. That's and a start. We come back to the negotiations. Um. 
So Ed uh, says, look, I uh, I'd put back some fuel uh, to help you guys with the vehicle. I know you guys had been using a truck. You guys, you had to sell it or something. Um, I don't know if it, what, if it broke down or whatever you, whatever happened that you had to get rid of it. Um, but instead of the fuel, I guess I, I'll, I can give you the, uh, the extra bounty that I just had on hand uh, from that. So he will just flat out pay you as a gift spot money that he had put a, he had put aside to give you guys fuel for your truck. Uh, so that is five charges of fuel uh, at four apiece. So he'll give you 20 bounty. Yeah. Okay, that's like the best gift spot I've ever heard. Holy crap. <laughs> Please be fucking generous. All right, so at my old job, we had this thing, this thing called Kudos, where if you did a good job, they would give you things that could be re- redeemed for prizes. My new job, they have a very similar thing, except it's redeemed for money. It's so much better. We, oh, all- <laughs> we have basically that. Uh, the best, absolute best deal for that, though, is the Amazon gift cards. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. That you got to claim on your taxes. So uh, my response will be, uh, well, Mr. Jones, that was very considerate and forward-thinking of you to uh, help us with our fuel woes. Um, it shows that definitely plan ahead, but and that is such a generous spot. But we, uh, as you probably know from your your many years of successfully working this enclave, uh, just throwing a little money at the problem won't necessarily help. It. We we might need a little little more. Uh, like we've had a, we, like I said, we've had a fluid cash problem. Uh, that definitely helps, but it doesn't solve everything. Uh, I'm sure that you could, um, like just, just give us, uh, just, just find a way to, to shift things around to get us more money to finish the job. So once again, just being the nice and he's professional and everything and play that he's not the country bumpkin spot. Absolutely. Persuasion or deception. Either one is fine. Uh, that is a failure. A failure. Okay. So you would get one bump, but not the two. I get two. Uh, so at labor and 100% markup, I will bump you down. You will stay at labor, and I come down to hazard pay. Yep. And then that is the end of negotiations. God damn. So make me a leadership check and see who meets who, sir. Uh, I didn't even get a scam. I'm sad now. I was going to shoot another horse. Ride a cowboy. That is a success. Question, Sean. What if it was a crit success? What would happen then? Um, in all honesty, I would probably just tell anybody that asked me if they could spend a will on this right now. No. Okay. That's yeah. fine. You're I, think, okay. I was trying okay. to think the rules wouldn't let you do it on leadership, but I could be wrong. You can spend a will on leadership. Uh, that's fine. Uh, so it's just success. So we're at hazard pay. You may be a worse negotiator than Factotum. I've consistently got us hazard pay and 100% markup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not the worst negotiator. Oh, man, when are we getting our expenses, my dude? God damn. Okay, let's see here. So you have hazard pay. Uh, there is three legs um, worth of legs that we're going to do. Okay. We still have a break point of 14. Uh, I said originally it was 14 for bounty plus the six. So you're at 20 for the base pay. I got 46. Plus 12, 12, uh, and then 20 more. So I got 52. Yes, 52. Uh, I honestly you got 14 base 14 plus six plus 14 plus 12. I do right. Oh, the because uh, I'm I'm not counting the doubling of the 14. 
because uh, he gave you he gives you the twenty the twenty bounty as a gift spot too. If that's not getting counted into your payment, I was counting. Uh, yeah, I wasn't counting the twenty. So fourteen for breakpoint, and then twelve for hazard pay, and then you said the job was uh, fourteen plus six was twenty, right? So fourteen plus twelve plus twenty is forty six. I'm seeing it that way as well. Okay, maths are getting hard. It's getting late. Good lord. Okay, <clears throat> so that's what we've got for pay so far. Everybody, uh, is there anything that we want to do before we head out? Um, I just want to say one last thing, decoy. Now you know why I was, was run out of business, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know why. Now I know why you cry. So I we should probably do. go like drag uh Vaughn out of his house. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a thing that needs to happen. Uh, I also need to explain the job. Uh, and the details of that before we get too far ahead of ourselves here. Um, so you guys basically figured it out already, but you're going to go all the way back to St. Louis to the ADM elevators that you saw at the end of your scouting trip. Um, you're going to have to secure the site. You're going to have to empty and sanitize six grain silos. And then you're going to have to get the silos into working order so that grain can be offloaded into them and then loaded onto a barge on the river. To that effect, there's going to be six haul of disinfectant is going to have to get to the job site as a bare minimum of things that you're going to have to get to the job site. Uh, Jed will offer them to you now that you can take them with you if you have enough haul to take them. Uh, if not, he will arrange a drop-off. The tough spot for this job is called strict radio silence. Uh, Jed is getting to the point where he's paranoid um, and is very, very concerned about uh, people like Leroy figuring out exactly where he's doing his operations at and what he's doing for his operations. Um, Jed is going to refuse to deliver anything to the job site itself. Uh, He will not allow anything to be brought in any closer than two legs travel away from it. Also says that if he finds out any kind of Ubix signal or broadcast that comes from the job site, will also forfeit your payment. You are forbidden from using Ubix signals or specs or any kind of Ubix calls from within the job site. If you need anything, he's willing to buy whatever it is you need and send it to you, but you have to call him from two legs distance from the job site, and he won't deliver it unless it's two legs distant from the job site. So I can't even use my Ubix at all? Cannot get online with Ubic while you're okay, but do like the apps and shit like that. As long as you're not like broadcasting a signal, you're fine. As long as you're not like making calls or anything. Okay, so So no Goolnet. Goolnet would be out. Radios. I mean, we do have some liquid assets, but that might count. Would would radios break the radio silence? That's why they call it radio silence, I guess. Or do you are you like trying to figure that out without actually directly asking Jen? No, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, that would that are breaking words. It's literally in the name of the term. <laughs> I wasn't going to be that uh, that much that, that facetious and say like it's in the name, but yeah, it, I mean it is literally like called strict. So okay, okay. So I can only do like one haul, guys. I only have one haul. I, I can two. do two. That sounds like all we need. It gets you that gets you the six that you need the the minimum to take the stuff with you. So, but we're also doing the ration game again. It'd be nice if he could deliver the rations to legs from the job. He absolutely will. Like if you if you call him and say that we need food, like we are like we've expended all our energy, like holy shit, um, he will send stuff. He will send whatever it is that you need to 
complete this job. He just will not send it to the job site directly. You'll have to travel two legs to go pick it up. So we have to travel ten legs to get to the job. Correct. Oh boy. All right, Gal. All right, gang. I wish he gift spotted us our truck. <laughs> <laughs> he's the one who bought the truck from us, and he's just giving it back. <laughs> that would have been a pretty good idea, actually. I should have thought of that. Well, I mean, we could prearrange, say, like, on the theoretical eighth leg, we have rations waiting for us. We yeah, I say that's that honestly the best way. Like, okay, yeah, if you want to help us out, we're going we're gonna to need this beforehand. We'll probably also need bullets, just because we know how the fucking loss works at this point. <laughs> I tell you what, and here's some, I want to try this. Now, I know that this is not negating the fact that Sean could have these random encounters and shit like that. But, I mean, we're this close to the wire. If we just get in there and do the job and go in there with full resources and shoot back out, that may be worth more in the long run than taking a gamble on, um, you know, going in there and make a little extra on the side. You know what I mean? Like, we will just, like, skip examining stuff until something forces us to do it. Or does that, uh, anyone disagree with that idea? I need cash, unfortunately. (laughs) So, here's the thing. We we got hazard pay, right? Yes. Yeah. One bounty per taker per leg. Ten legs, you said? It's it's the ten legs of travel distance that you have to cover to get back to St. Louis. We're not doing ten legs. We're only doing three legs for the job itself. So, it's just the three per person. Okay. Basically, you guys have traveled, like, you traveled the whole distance once, you've traveled, like, half the distance to get to the rail yard, and then you're going back again. Like, there's not a lot of new or interesting or different when you're traveling this place over and over again. Okay, that's cool. I was just trying to figure out if it was, like, more financially safe to not gamble and just take what you get. But, uh, you know, I'm I'm a team player, obviously. So, yeah, we can arrange for ammo and food. That would be nice. And uh, can you all think of anything else? Have you guys no. shaken me out of my depression yet? Um, does the disinfectant include like hazmat suits, so we're not like breathing in the toxic fumes as we're cleaning? I'm gonna go check in on Vaughn. <laughs> uh, the uh, no, it is just gallons and gallons of concentrated disinfectant. Okay, food, like food safe, hospital grade. Like it kills like everything and anything that it touches kind of disinfectant. We need rope to go through that. I mean, you might, it just depends on what's on site. You you don't know what's, what is there or what isn't there. Theoretically, the grain elevators would have uh, stuff like that for their own normal maintenance, but you don't know what kind of condition it'll be. I'm assuming we need hazmat suits or some sort of protection for handling the chemical, right? Um, as a guy who used to work in an animal hospital and had to regularly <laughs> disinfect things. Not so much. Okay. I, I work in a scientific lab and I know anything that has to do with chemicals. It's just all precautions. All right. Well, decoy has fetched um, Vaughn. Wake <laughs> the fuck up. Oh, Get your guys. ass in gear. Slap. Do you fill me in? Mm-hmm. You've been filled in. So we also <laughs> have to get the grain elevators operating again. That is also correct. That means power potentially. That means repairs, potentially. Well, that's that what we got all- you for, buddy. You're the, the ace mechanic on the team. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something that we would be good to have delivered uh, to out some extra tools uh, that we can actually spend off of because this clanky toolkit won't work. Uh, batteries to power the place would probably be a good idea. 
And if we're meeting bare minimum of haul, we won't be able to take it there unless somebody goes to the drop site, drops it off, comes back, spends more rations, and goes back again. So we might want to purchase a beautiful sled available in Veblen Goods. Ooh, really? What features does a beautiful sled have? Well, let me look that up for you. How about instead of purchasing a sled, we have Nex tell Jed that he needs to provide us a sled. Provide us a sled filled with batteries and (laughs) food and tools. And it needs to be quality. No, Mm, that's all it can hold. It can only hold three haul. So two sleds. Sure. Okay, does does Jed provide said supplies? Jed is more than happy to give you guys both, or give two of you guys a sled. Uh, He will provide a refresh of rations for everybody, and he will provide a refresh of ammunition for everybody. Um, He says he's not going to just, he will give Brownie a toolkit. He'll give who a toolkit? Vaughn, sorry. He'll give Vaughn a toolkit. (laughs) Um, But he's not going to just like throw parts at you or um, batteries at you without you guys getting there and figuring out what it is that you actually need for sure. On the off chance that he actually, like, doesn't want to jinx anything, but, like, if you guys don't make it there, for instance, uh, he doesn't lose all this bounty and stuff uh, and then have to buy all of it again if, if it's needed. All right, then we only need the one sled. Unless, no, we do need the two sleds. That makes sense. Okay. Take the second just in case. Yep. We can just... Carry the sled if you need if you have to. If you're not going to use it right off the bat, but you'll have it for future use. Yeah, let's get that delivered two legs from, so that we don't have to pull it with us the whole way. Okay. And let's let that second sled be full of three of the haul of disinfectants, so we don't have to haul that the whole way, and we have some free hands until we get there. I mean, if you're going to do that, you technically could just have the both sleds be there with the six haul of disinfectant. Very good point. Agreed. Okay. okay, so you guys will be carrying a haul of ammunition that can, constitutes a refresh for everybody and one haul of uh, rations that constitutes a refresh for everybody. I'd almost be tempted to say we should have two of each, but... He will he will flat out give you this before you leave. If you need more than this, he will provide it uh, at the two-leg distance from the job site. All right, so I'm going to say right now we should just grab it two of each before we leave, just in case, because I suspect this is going to be a long-term thing. All right, we've got liquid. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Sean, you're scaring me to fucking death. This is that thing before a boss battle. It's like, oh, you want to say, oh, you need some item? Oh, yeah, go, Here's go for Here's a box it. full of infinite rocket launchers. T- to be <laughs> fair, we're asking him for things that cost one bounty. So he just gave us a gift spot of 20 bounties, so he might not mind giving us one bounty of food. <laughs> Do we want to just buy a car? <laughs> we Maybe just, just buy a car. Well, maybe we need another one. You're a merchant. You can get deals. Uh, sure, I, I could. Uh, this I money could. doesn't exist yet. We're poor. I would love to take uh, have a twenty-seven percent interest loan for uh, for eight, like for thirty-six months. No, I can't remember. I was trying to figure out what you would do a Duramax pickup truck for. Just a twenty-seven percent APR. 27% APR for 72 months. Sounds Shit, great. sounds like Where a deal. Do I sign? <laughs> okay, but uh, with with all that planned with uh, Jones, are we, we good to head out, or is there anything else we need to do? If you guys want to buy the, the second refresh of your rations and your ammunition, you can do that still, or buy a car. I'm fine with a cart. I mean, the car thing's cool, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, I've... 
the extra stuff's always nice and I always uh, enjoyed the idea of uh, not falling to my death from a rope that's been sitting in a factory for or silo for eight years. So we walk by Carlot, the bread box is there. Vaughn had already written the had stenciled in the name. We could get a rope and tackle kit from Vemblem Goods, not try Buy my book. I honestly think that I like I just foresee heights in that skirt like I don't have a love of heights in person, despite the fact I've had to climb to the top of a barn numerous times in my life. But, um, you know, something to tether with would always be nice. Okay. I'm I mean, fine I with that. A, we, could ask, we could ask Jones for a rope. I'm sure he's got plenty laying around. He can give you, uh, he'll give you two ropes and climbers kits. Okay. Um, I would also suggest out of character, because the decoy is not smart enough to realize this, but a surveillance kit. If we're, we have to clean out this entire building, that means that there's probably stuff in it. So we want things to be able to look at the stuff when we're not around. Um, I'm going to say you'll need to make a roll to convince him on that one. He's not, he's not 100% that that's a, a necessary thing for what you're doing. This, this is a building in the goddamn loss. Well, I mean, from your infiltration of the gunners, it sounded like they were going to move in shortly after we were done. They're probably in on this, though. Uh, I, I need one thing... For this trip, uh, Jed, can you put a, a a person keeping an eye on my wife? Uh, he seems a little bit confused by that request, but says, "Yeah, sure, I can make sure somebody comes by and checks on her a couple times." Thanks. A day. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just make sure she's not murdered. I think we're becoming more callous as players than we are characters <laughs> in the game. It's just like Chris gives me this like big spiel of like economic fuck capitalism. I'm like, man, I'm afraid we're going to fuck this up. Like, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, it's like, I, honestly, <sighs> the thing that I'm thinking about getting is something I probably wouldn't ask for from Jeb. I'll probably get it on my own, but, um, well, how I, much are the, the refreshes, uh, the additional refresh of rations and ammo. What does that cost normally? We said it was two. Two if you buy it outright uh, with a successful networking check. Uh, the ammo would be probably three. Ammo is a little bit more scarce than food is. And then uh, then what were you going to get, Adam? I feel we're going to get jumped or something like that. So Caltrips kind of sound nice to me. Also found in Veblen Goods. Uh, no, I'll, I, I can make a check for a surveillance kit because uh, I, I thought of a good argument for with uh, for Jed. Uh, Jed, so, uh, I mean, I can I can do the pitch right now if you want. Go ahead, uh, Jed. Um, we've got six huge silos, large uh, building. Obviously, people are are curious about what's going on. While we have, there's only four of us. While we have people cleaning the silos, we will have people on watch. But say we have two people cleaning and two people on watch, how are two people going to cover an entire silo complex? We need to have. Uh, surveillance kit or motion sensors or some form of just increased security while we're cleaning the actual silo itself so no one gets the jump on i will accept that argument sir make a roll for me that is a failure god damn it so, Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says he gets it he understands why you think you'd need it uh he's not really convinced he's not sure that he has anything like that like at hand to just get to give you guys. Um, but if you get there and you find out that you absolutely need it, uh, he will figure out where to get one and get it to you as soon as he can. Thank you for, for hearing me out. I tried so my do best you, guys. Yep. Do you want uh, one, do you want one separate uh, networking check for each of the three items we're looking to purchase before we head out or just one? 
Next, just make one, and and if he succeeds, he gets it all. Yeah. Okay. I'll bark off a charge on my laptop for that. We're still in the in the enclave. I don't think you need to mark off a charge on your laptop. He gets a. He's getting used enough to get a bonus. Oh, yeah. oh, never mind. I'm Sorry. using my my app. That is a success. Five over three. Yeah. He goes on the eBay ubic, or it's eBay, I guess, instead of eBay. It's eBay to uh, to source his materials. That's his big secret for getting it all uh, on cheap prices. But with your success, sir, you do manage to source everything you uh, asked for, uh, the extra refresh of uh, rations and ammunition, uh, but that will cost five bounty out of your uh, liquid funds. And the one for the call traps for um, skids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're going to get that for skids, too, then yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I'd well, definitely get it. For all right. I've tracked the rations, the ammo, and the liquid chain skids. You get the uh, call traps. That sounds great to me. I have great plans for these things. <laughs> I'm just glad I could help the team in some way. You always have. And it's, it's, I, <laughs> did you hear that bee go by? Anyway, um, like clap on the shoulder. We got this, buddy. We got this. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. We got this. Thanks. All anyone can do is their best. Let's roll. Let's roll. Okay. And over the fence, we prepare to go. Everybody needs to make me a self-control check once again. It's never an easy thing to leave the safety of your enclave. Uh, fail? I take one distress. Let's make that two people that have failed that. Okay, so I'll take one distress. Well, it's not a crit fail this time. That's good. At least it's just a regular fail. Yeah, but damn, I was I was kind of hoping for three for three. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this one in every school starts in the fall, really. I mean... uh, so everybody's ready to go? Yeah. Uh, so off we go. Like I said, uh, you're technically you're covering the full ten legs worth of distance. But since it's the same scenery we've seen time and again at this point, uh, there's only going to be actually three legs that we're going to do. Uh, are we going to do a leg right off the bat, or do we want to do like a vignette and skip the first thing? I, I feel like we should do a leg, so if anything happens on it, we can vignette about it. Does okay. everyone else agree? How much are we burn? Yeah, it's fine. How much should we burn on uh, rations, Sean? Just the one. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. on board with that. So y'all hey guys, no flasks. No flasks. Oh, look at you go. <laughs> I'm also proud of you. <sighs> so an awareness then? Uh, yeah, whoever's going to be our scout guy up in front needs to make me an awareness check. I've got the two still, unless somebody has, wants to take the job. I have a three at this point with my uh, rifle. Uh, can you use rifle for awareness checks? Yep. Okay, go working? for it. They can work like binoculars. Yep, they work like binoculars. So uh, that is a seven over two. Okie dokie. Uh, so as you're going, um, you're coming up on uh, a pond. You remember seeing this pond uh, the last time you were out this way. Um, however, something new has happened at the pond. Uh, recently, a pickup truck has gotten stuck out in the middle of the pond. Uh, there's all sorts of boxes and bags in the bed of the pickup truck that are very obviously there. Um, however, there is a pretty significant mob of casualties standing all around the truck. It apparently made quite a, a racket when it came to rest here out in the middle of this little pond um, and lured in a bunch of casualties to it. Um, so there is going to be uh, 12 casualties in total in the mob around the pickup truck. That's what you see out there in front of you. All right, folks, we got 12 casualties around a pickup that wasn't there last time. Looks fairly recent. Kai it's not yeah, the bread can... box, is it? It's not the bread box. 
Um, we could try to kite. Some, some of us could try to kite, and we could send somebody in to sneak and uh, uh, raid while we're distracting the zombies or the casualties. Excuse me. That's a that's a suggestion that uh, Skids is offering up there. Uh, if we do send people up, I suggest having a medic and at least one person capable of fighting go up to the vehicle. Uh, one to heal someone if they're inside, the other to kill them if they are vector. Well, I'm a medic and I have atomic hawk. I can go up, but I can't I have, sneak. Well, I have a very loud gun, but I'm also faster than most of y'all. And uh, give me my wheel, Shelby. <laughs> <laughs> give me that wheel, buddy. You ready to be reckless and just start kiting casualties off all by yourself? I was thinking about it. like if that's the dangerous part, or if it would be the uh, part where. Um, uh, like they kite and I run to the vehicle. I mean, either way, as long as you do it by yourself, I would give you a will. Oh God, you had to say friggin' vector, didn't you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was no, being I, cautious. No, I know. I, you're telling me the risk. Oh, uh, shit. Um, I think the kiting's better off with a single. Yeah. You you cannot kite a vector. They're faster than you. That's true. That's what I made uh, the tough spot that uh, Adam has to, to see. Yeah, so I can. Yeah, I can. <laughs> uh, for a little. Sure, time. you can, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll. I can try to kite the uh, the uh, the casualties away. Okay. Uh, so how do you how do you kite the casualties away? Let me ask that question. What's your plan? What are, do they seem like? Before I get into this, I got a quick question. Do they seem like like they're really trying to get at something in there, or like what's the deal there? Oh, they're they're all just kind of like standing there staring at it at the moment none of them are terribly active at this point in time uh they are all like right up against the pickup like they've all managed to get all the way to it um but none of them are there's no frenzy or anything like that going on okay so it leads me to believe that they're whatever's in there is quiet at the moment uh yeah so um i guess i can do you all think it's safe to, to go ahead and fire off a shot with it just being a small caliber pistol would that be would that be not super loud, but loud enough to get their attention? I mean, you could also yell at them if you don't want to waste the ammo. True. Hey, or fuck sticks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you like you walk up to the edge of the pond, start yelling and waving your arms and stuff at them. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, that will work. Uh, they take note of you uh, and start to shamble their way towards you. Uh, the pond is kind of a muddy, mucky mess, so it slows them down quite a bit. Several of them fall over several times. Uh, but you can get them all strung out and following you away from the pond so that everybody else can go in and inspect the area. Uh, are all three of you going to go in to do that? Um, I'll go in with the spear to act as muscle. You may, out of character, you may want to gig a little bit as you're going through there. <laughs> I'll follow along behind him with my silenced handgun drawn to help cover. Okay. I'll, I'll stand on the edge of the water. Them along. So I can keep an eye on either group, both the saving group and the kiting group. Okay. Uh, so I will say, Adam, you need to spend a ration to do the kiting stuff, but I'm not going to require any kind of a roll. Um, you just you spend a little time jogging and spend the extra effort to get that done, but it, you don't ever put yourself really at risk doing that. I mean, okay. technically, if he's mul- if he's more than two shamble away, he wouldn't have to spend any rations. Right, technically, but he also wants to make sure that he gets away from him and can get back to you guys without them just, like, walking back up behind him. So he's going to cover up <laughs> the distance. Guess who's for dinner? You. <laughs> uh, okay, so whoever is going all the way up to the pickup, no, 
decoy said he was going up there with the spear. Are you going to go all the way up to the pickup, or are you just going to go out there so that uh, like Vaughn can actually look inside or anything like that? Or what's what's the plan going up? Um, I'll go up there to the pickup, okay. and I'll follow along behind again to cover with my pistol. Okay. Um, so as you approach the pickup, I need an awareness check. Okay. Let's see how aware I am. Ooh boy, I'm not very aware. Do you want one from me as well? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You both have the uh, the chance to be able to hear this. So, uh, eleven over ten modified. Nice. Uh, yeah. So as you're getting up close to it, um, you start hearing like chittering would be the the most appropriate term, maybe. Um, the occasional like little squeak or something like that, but. Um, Something's alive in there, and it's probably not human, and uh, it makes some weird noises. It's the opossum. God, opossums. Opossum apocalypse. I threw a rock at it, and now it just won't leave me alone. <laughs> this sounds like a good time for gas grenades. No, I'm I throw a gas grenade at Nex. <laughs> uh, so, Vaughn, it's obvious that uh, Decoy doesn't, doesn't hear it. Didn't pick up on the, the noise, or did, or just didn't realize that it was coming like from the the truck itself. You're gonna. Hey, uh, hey, hey, decoy. Do you hear that? It sounds like something's what? Some squeaking in there, like a little animal or something. A little animal. Probably check it out, right? Yeah, yeah, just be careful. They might go for the eyes. Okay, I uh, go. I, I go up, spear ready <laughs> to <laughs> okay. stab a squirrel. Uh, so in the driver's seat is um a raccoon in the passenger seat is a duffel bag uh the duffel bag is like nope i'm out i'm out half buried in like uh clothes and just personal effects and things like that uh the raccoon is digging into this duffel bag and it looks like there's like some power bars and stuff like that that were in it that are like half eaten as the raccoon is digging in there Um, you motherfuckers you also happen to find out uh just in the nick of time, uh, there's also apparently grenades in this bag, and in its uh, digging through it, the raccoon has managed to pull a pin out. Okay, um, I'm going to jump back and like take, try to take uh, Vaughn down with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so an athletics check would be in order, please. Motherfucker, pulling the raccoon leg on us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was slightly been, hoping he would change raccoon to a possum, but this is still good. I, I, I had to disguise this uh, appropriately to make sure we were going to really get to engage with it, too. Oh, I get to miss all <sighs> Nine over six. Hey, you managed to uh, duck out of the way. You basically, like, kind of football tackle Vaughn uh, into the into the water. Uh, the grenade goes off. Um, it's a nice big kaboom. Um, yeah, that was fun. There's no more raccoon, though. Uh, it has it has exploded itself. Um, what do you guys want to do? It will never be up the raccoon like. I think we need to get away from this loud noise we just made. Punxsutawney Phil's not messing around. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 uh, try not to become casualty food. Okay. Uh, do you want to check the back of the pickup or anything like that, where all the bags and boxes and stuff like that were? Might did as well blow up at the explosion. Uh, no, it didn't like totally obliterate everything. It did damage a significant amount of stuff in there. Um, so I will say you can find, uh, since you're bothering to check it out, uh, there is four bounty worth of various stuff, uh, that is still in decent condition after getting halfway exploded. How many haul is that? 
Uh, I'll say one. It's one haul that's worth uh, worth the four ben. I say let's take it and get out of here. Hell, hell yeah. <laughs> let's let us not do any other research in this area. Let's not look around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't care about what's going on around here. How many of that? Yeah, how many takers has that raccoon killed? Uh, a couple. Most most of the time, the raccoon leg comes up. People refuse to interact with the other things going on. Like they just mess with the raccoon and then go on about their day. But we don't know of any other things. Let's just continue. There was just could a nice not raccoon. have the raccoon leg show up, you know, at this point. So I, I just had to disguise it so that you guys would actually still interact with it. Uh, so that's leg one. Onward and upward we go. Uh, spin another ration for leg two, please. <laughs> Somewhere out there, there are fans of the the various Red Markets podcasts that we are a part of, and they're going, I am so glad the raccoon actually made it into the episodes. God damn it. Should have been an opossum, though. <laughs> Maybe even the opossum I threw a rock at. If you ever do somebody Joes, you should probably just tie the raccoon in the actual Joes. <laughs> the raccoon Joes. <laughs> <laughs> the raccoon's the big bad at the end of it. <laughs> gotta be an aberrant at that point i mean at least patrick came up with a reason why raccoons were like that in the 10k okay so um spend a ration for the next leg are we going to uh have an interlude or are we gonna interact with the next one see what's going on that one didn't go half bad yeah it was was all right we could probably do another one save the interlude for the last if this one's pretty bad man that was so weird and random i've never seen a raccoon act like that before (laughs) i'm sure it's not a pattern Pull the pin, or did you just happen to like get stuck on it and it came out? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Y'all do that next time in your in your best National Geographic voice. <laughs> no, no, best honey badger voice. Oh, <laughs> Raccoon don't give a fuck. <laughs> he just slaps uh, the shit out of it. So as we're walking down the railroad, uh, a little bit of a light rain starts to happen. Um, Somebody needs to make me an awareness check. Everybody's exposed to it at essentially the same time, so it doesn't have to be our guy in the lead. Somebody needs to make me an awareness check. I can do it this time. Um, 10 over 2. Okay. Um, So something smells off with the rain. Normally rainfall, and especially when it falls on uh, dried earth, has a very distinct smell to it. This this doesn't smell right. There's a scientific reason for that. Is I know. Um, so somebody can make me a foresight check. Next, you got this. Sure, I got this. That is a success. Twelve over eight. <laughs> it's fine, guys. Open your mouth and drink. <laughs> I said it's probably not. <laughs> it's probably not because the local bacteria in the area have been killed off, which is why the smell of the rain isn't. Wait, that's uh, the raccoon coming down. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Uh, so Vaughn basically tells next, like, you know, something's, something's funky with the rain. Like it doesn't smell right to me. Um, and then, uh, next you remember, uh, you had checked, uh, an actual weather update on Ubik a couple days ago. Um, and there was a uh, notice that was put out about the possible increase in acidic rain in the area. Uh, and you've managed to actually find it. You, you were hoping that you weren't going to end up in this kind of crap, but you, you did. Um, so you, everybody's going to have to make a, an athletics check essentially, uh, and spend at least a ration. Um, you're going to need to find some place to take cover, uh, so that you've, you don't get like stuck out in the acid rain. Nobody really wants to be there for that. 
guys, this is this is acid rain. We gotta get out of it before it does too much damage. I say we run for that uh, house over there that says warning vectors inside. Ah. Well, at least the porch. Eight over two. Athletics. Okay. Uh, and a ration spent. Success. Oh wait, shit. No, got that backwards. Uh, six under eight. So I guess ties go to the market because it's eight eight. Okay. Uh, six over three. Over three. Okay. Uh, for everybody that made it. Take one point of stun to every hit location as you're like stuck and irritated and it it's it's not comfortable. Um as far as uh decoy goes, decoy you need to pick me two pieces of gear that would be exposed to the acid rain, so nothing that you'd carry like deep in your backpack or anything like that. Pretty much everything I own is exposed. That's okay. the issue. Yeah. Except for like the grenades. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, the grenades probably are, are tucked away enough that they're not going to be affected by this. Um, let's go with my Ubix and all right, y'all. Uh, odds or evens? Evens. Yeah. All right. Um, evens would be my hunting rifle. Odds would be my regular rifle. Evens, hunting rifle. Okay. Uh, so you don't really have like an upgrade that's like attached to your um, Ubix specs. So I'm going to say you just lose five charges off of them. Um, the acid rain gets to the battery um, and and causes some damage. It doesn't absolutely kill them, but you lose half the charges on your Ubix specs. And on your hunting rifle, you lose one upgrade off of it. I will let you choose the upgrade. Scope. I am now a worse scout. The, the scope was already kind of rickety and old, and uh, the metal gets eaten up to the point where it doesn't... Uh, the lenses are loose in the metal housing now, so it, it just doesn't function. I've shot one before, and then, like, it just like the lens is just detached while you're shooting. It's fucking weird look. <laughs> okay, so that was uh, that was number two. Um, are we ready for leg number three? So uh, vignette, vignette, vignette. <laughs> so what do we want to talk about for our vignette? I think this. I would rather it be upbeat. Like we've been like every, the last vignette we did was like figuring out the existential dread of what we're gonna do. I think I think this one. It's gonna Wasn't, be like the last one yet was about the last one yet was about um decoy's drinking problem. <laughs> that was depressing. Uh too. I I don't know. I think what are you like what are you gonna do when you get out of all this kind of conversation? But then again, he'll make us roll self control on it too. So whatever y'all want to do, that's my suggestion. Anybody How else got randomly do? roll it? All right. Is there a table? Of course there's there, a table. There is a vignette table. Mr. GM, would you randomly roll this for us? I have it over here. I have the table oh. up if you want. It's page 448 in the main book, if anyone actually to also look it up. I, you know what? I got the main book sitting right beside me. A beautiful book. You know what other beautiful book I have sitting beside me? Veblen Goods. <laughs> That's funny. I do too. And right next to it is Elevation. Also available at Drive Through RPG. Hey, do me a favor. Pipe my head and see what we're getting ready to get into. The comments uh, would be like, love the campaign, but those ads really... <laughs> what is Elevation, you might ask? It is a wonderful source book with job lines and an enclave, among other things. Oh, now, could you tell me about Blue Apron? <laughs> Delivered to your home. Oh, Farm okay, fresh. So who wants to lead this? Uh, be the first one to like, lead off on this? Because I just it? Nice okay. for it. I have the table up if someone wants to roll. I can just say it. Roll with Sean and tell us what he got. Okay, so who I I want I want to know who's going to lead off on this so I can tell you what what this is going to be because this is going to be um, a good. One. Um, well, decoy is a talker, so 
Okay, so decoy. Uh, I rolled a five and an eight. So you need to sow doubt about oh, a client job or a client or a job, either past or present. We've only had one client. Who's Jed selling this to? Why didn't you set the gunners if they were going to go up there anyway? We're, we're going to St. Louis, right? Yeah. That's that's across the line, right? The recession. It's on the edge. Mississippi was around there. Yeah, it does. It, it, do. it does. Who, who Who is he selling this to? Like, I haven't heard anything about a buyer. Does it matter? Well, I mean, who would have enough money to just buy a, a whole silo of grain? It would have to be, like, either a large distribution company or... Somebody in the recession, that's for sure. I, I like, guess the government could buy it to feed the troops. Could be a corporate, too. Like, um... Hello. What's the name of that? Every once in a while, you'll see a drone farm out out in the, the loss. Uh, out, is that Allosign? That's the one. Yeah, Allosign. Paul used to complain about them before the crash, saying they were trying to buy up all all property around the area and just create monocultures. I mean, Paul was making mo- creating monocultures too, but it was family owned, I guess. I don't know. You guys remember when we were out there before? Could we see the the arch from where we were at? Uh, yes, you could have. Uh, I mean, if we had, yeah, I guess. I say we just keep our eyes out. If someone's someone could be watching us from over there, you know, if we look at them through a scope or something, just check it out. Well. Yeah, let's do that. I just gotta <laughs> toss my scope at Vaughn. Hold out while I take out this Allen wrench. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm gonna do this. Is that something I can do a mechanics check on? Try to tighten the lenses back up, Sean? Um, I would say yes, you could, but it's gonna take um, like time and effort. It's not like something you can just do in the field. Well, we're you probably could, here overnight out of the rain. You could get right. it, You could fix it like in between jobs but not like while we're out on this all right all right so sean is now a good time to say that i feel like like it's a little bit extra work for me in the morning and stuff like that but when we were snuck up on beforehand by somebody running and stealing a gps mm-hmm. i kind of regretted not having caltrips like while we're napping down here at night can i go ahead and set out some caltrips oh yeah absolutely are you gonna tell us you're doing that fuck yeah okay just making <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> okay what, you, you gonna let us like do our business before you set those up because right, cool. sometimes i gotta piss at night just saying i haven't had a shower fuck it what like, does that I... have to do with <laughs> having to pee pee next to the cart that's unsanitary <laughs> oh lord is there anything else for this scene oh, i think that's probably about uh, a good enough place to call it a day there i thought it was gonna go so much worse uh okay so that ends all the legs we will be arriving at the job site we did pick up our uh two sleds and all our disinfectant uh, on the way in to finish the uh the walk in um i think now would be a great time if we want to take a a quick break let everybody get up and stretch and all that stuff um take 10 and come back and we'll finish up the shit show i'll go upstairs and look at my family and remember what they look like Well, we started this. There was sunlight, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, It was 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's 11. (laughs) I know. I know. Hey, look, I feel like we got bragging rights on this thing here. This is is something to be proud of. I think if we get through all this in a weekend, it'll be be an impressive deal. Awesome. Well, I'm going to put the note in here. Uh, Yeah, everybody go do a bio break. I'm going to go 
get a glass of water or something that I don't have to use uh, a tool to grab. You all go get you one where your little faucets and shit. <laughs> all right. Take 10. Be right back. and We'll finish this shit up. Okay. We're back. What we got here, Sean? Uh, there is a link to the uh, like map for the area. All right. So we are arriving at the site. Um, so the ADM Green Elevators in St. Louis. You guys stopped by this area uh, and kind of just took some brief note of it when you were passing through on the long walk. Uh, but now that you're actually here, um, the breakdown of it is as follows. Um, <clears throat> these elevators are um, about two-thirds of the height of elevation. Uh, they're only uh, roughly about uh, 100, 100 to 150 uh, feet high. Um, their silos themselves are only about 100 feet. The, the head houses on the top uh, go up another 50 to 75 feet. Um, so they're not as tall as what elevations grain elevators are, but they are significantly wider. Um, there are 12 silos in total. Uh, you know, you only have to clean out six. Um, basically six is enough. They can be offloading and uh, to be able to like, offload some while you're transporting stuff out to the barge that you know you're going to have to set up for at some point. Um, so, there is a large conveyor system that comes out of the head house and goes out to a like dock and platform that's out into the river itself. So on the map, map did it sound like we would get a bonus bounty if we cleaned out extra or he just only cares about six? Uh, Six is just what you need to get done to be able to do everything you need to. And there wasn't going to be any extra pay for cleaning out. Yeah. I'm not going to do extra work on the, on the idea that maybe they'll, They'll show that we're really good, good business boys. I wasn't yeah. saying of doing it and then asking that, like, there was any insinuation that if we... So the uh, the map will show you um, there's a large fenced-in area. Uh, there's a road that comes in and comes into a long building that runs on the east side of the grain silos. Uh, this is a dump station where semis could come in and offload or load up with grain from the elevators. Uh, it's set up where, like, a semi would just drive through. Um, there's also uh, some, like, offices, and, like, there's there's more than just, like, the, the parts for the semis to drive through. There's an actual building associated with it. Um, there's all the silos, all 12 of the silos. On the south side of the silos is, like, a business office. Um, it's a few stories tall. Um, there's all sorts of windows and, and stuff in there. Um, it's marked and it says on the side, and on the side, you know, it's ADM uh, grain um, corporate headquarters. Um, there's the uh, several sets of railroad tracks that pass through it. There's also uh, stuff there for them to be able to offload or load on grain from train cars. Um, part A is the actual head house. The head house is what basically runs the whole show from there is where you'd have all the conveyor systems that would load and unload the silos and then transport on out to the barges on the river. Uh, E is the last spot out there, and that's the actual conveyor that goes out to the river and the control station and everything to do that, to load up onto barges. Um, You know coming into this that you have to clean out six silos, and you have to make sure that they can actually operate the conveyor systems to load up barges with the grain. So... You're going to, like, the list of things that have to happen. You have to secure the site so that they can hold it and keep casualties out. You have to clean the silos. And then you have to fix the mechanics of the place so that you can 
essentially you'll have to do that so you can can clean the silos because you'll have to empty out whatever's in them and then clean them out and then be able to transport grain out to barges when the barges come. Have any questions about what you have to do or any questions about the the location? Don't think I have any particular questions. Is it so? The highest point up here is only a hundred foot. Is that correct? Nothing's above that. Uh, the grain silos themselves are a hundred feet. The head house on the other side of the railroad tracks from them is another like fifty or seventy-five feet. Uh, so it's like it's like hundred and fifty or hundred and seventy-five in height. Are there- the head house part. Is there access, outside access to each of the grain silos? I assume like ladders or ground floor entrances or what to kind of set up with those? Uh, there isn't anything on the exterior that you see uh, as far as to get up uh, in the elevators. Um, there is obvious catwalks uh, that go across the train tracks up on the top from the elevators, uh, from the grain silos to the head house itself. Um, and then the head house itself has like entrances on the ground for like people to get into the building. So looking at these approaches and kind of working off what we did last time, uh, are there gates we can close on this big outer wall? Yes, there are gates that can cross over uh, and close all four. Uh, the two places where people could drive in their semis and the two places where the trains would pass through. There are gates there that could be closed. There's no holes in the fence or anything around the perimeter. It looks like it's a decent chip. If you want to make me a uh, awareness check or a foresight check to inspect the fence directly. Foresight. Pass. Okay. Uh, the fence itself is actually in pretty terrible shape. Uh, there's several holes in it. Um, it didn't look like they cared much to maintain it before the crash, and then the crash did not treat it kindly. Uh, so you guys will have to make actual repairs to the fence itself to secure the site. Uh, awareness to just see if there are any casualties running around. Would you allow that? Yes. Yes. Sorry. I don't think my mic picked that up. Sorry. Yeah, but yes, absolutely. Um, 12 over 8 on awareness. You do see uh, back uh, towards the uh, railroad tracks on the other side of the uh, corporate headquarters building. Uh, there are a couple casualties, literally just a couple. Like there's two of them uh, that are kind of standing around back there. They don't look like they've been stimulated in a while. They're just kind of standing around, not even like really milling. They're just there. Are there specific areas where we'd have to make repairs on the fences or just all the way around? The whole, the whole thing in general is going to need attention. Um, there are several several points where there are actual legitimate like holes in the fence that you'll have to like replace outright. Uh, but you'll need to go around the whole thing if you're going to actually secure it. You're going to have to go around the whole thing and, and check on it and you know make small tweaks and improvements or repairs to it. So as far as, far as order of operations go, I think sweep of the area, then secure the outer perimeter, then silos. Is that sound like a pretty logical route? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, would the business office seems like it's got no connection to the apparatus. We want to just like seal that off and make it a no man's land kind of don't go there. Or do we actually want to care about? That? We should probably check it out. We probably also want to. Sorry. We, we, they want us to secure the area. That doesn't mean that we don't have to gut it too. We, may we need to, to find our own profit. Can't really see from over here, but we all, there might be a way to get in between the silos from by that that uh, dump station. We might want to try to close close that area off too, just so we have the least amount of wandering. See that? We'll close off uh, C. Basically all gates possible, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, I assume with there being non-simulated casualties there, that this is something that it, I'm glad that we're not walking into an enclave that sprouted up there. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, no signs that it's uh, actively used in any way, shape, or form. Do the non-paved areas have uh, tall grasses on them or anything? Uh, yeah, it's it's would have been just like uh, you know, like yard grass kind of kind of an area. Um, it's all overgrown. Most of it's somewhere around like knee to knee to thigh in height. Um, probably not tall enough that like you could just hide a bunch of casualties in it without you being able to see them out in there. Um, but it is overgrown grassy area. So we still just need to be aware, right? Yeah, uh, you know, it's possible that like a casualty or two could be out there somewhere that's like laying down and hasn't been stimulated in a long time or something like that. Um, that would could get up and and, and cause you a problem. Uh, but it's not like if there was a a massive amount of them out there, you would be able to tell. So we're mainly going to be dealing with stragglers then. Would be a good, a good assumption. Yeah. Well, I can do that. I have I have that skill set. Ah. So to like let's try to do this and like I know when we start begging on the fence we're gonna draw attention, but uh decoy if you don't mind, let's we'll leave the hunting rifle up and just use your silence piece. <laughs> well that's kinda what I have to right now. No, you can shoot with iron sights on that rifle. Yeah, I'd rather not though. Just saying, like those a lot of those guns, you have uh, over under kind of setups. You can look at the iron sights if it's close up, or the actual scope if it's distance. And now you know. Yeah. I, <laughs> yes, Adam, I am aware. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any other questions, or should we just jump on in, it, gentlemen and non-binary? I'm sure we'll have more questions along the way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm really. Like I feel like I'm. I look forward to when we can actually check out the uh, area where the barges come. That seems like it may be a something there, but uh, I'm thinking River Pirates of the Mississippi kind of thing. But you know, maybe <laughs> I I'll don't know. I'd rather not deal with that right now. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Uh, yeah. So if there's no other questions, I guess we'll enter the the grounds. Okay, uh, so we're going into the grounds and uh, clear out any casualties to be found, I guess is what the general consensus is to start. Yeah. And if we pass the gate, we should close it even if we know the rest of the fence needs help. Yep. Well, we may be able to find some kind of lubricant to make it a little more quiet. But then again, I guess we're going to be banging with hammers. So we're just delaying the inevitable. Okay. So I'm, I guess I have a point in mechanics, so I can help out with things, but I'm also much better suited at Overwatch. So how do y'all prefer me? Well, we're on clear out, so let's worry about the Overwatch part, I think. I, yeah. Right, so, yeah. Well, it looks like if we took the road, like the, I guess that's, is that uh, a road that's going between C, that's going into the Octagon? Yeah, that's the semi, semi-truck semi delivery road, I think. We could probably, that was... like, that's a clear path in, so we can kind of take that to avoid the high grass here. In the beginning, I'm sure that there's, you know, nature's reclaimed it to some degree, but uh, yeah, we can kind of take that path in and maybe uh, you know start that way. We can take out the two casualties that we see. And, Let's say North North Road Gate or South Road Gate. Probably as long to me. Uh, the South Road Gate would be the one that would keep you uh, having a line of sight on the two casualties you know are there. All right, let's go that way. Uh, and do you close that gate behind you when you come into the grounds? Uh, yes, if I can. If it's not going to cause too much you can, problems. You can Bond close closes it. the gate and explodes. <laughs> and another raccoon appears with a grenade in his hand. God damn it! <laughs> uh, no, you can close the gate. Um, it is just uh, another one of those things the, the uh, 
people out here has been exposed to the weather and it hasn't been moved in a long time. So it does make a nice, good nails on chalkboard screech uh, as it starts to turn the wheels that the gate rests upon. Uh, but it does close. Uh, so the good news is, is that it also wakes up approximately five casualties that have been out in the tall grass. Um, they're not all together. They're just spread throughout the area. Uh, so there are seven casualties in the exterior of the, the area that have to be taken care of. Um, it's absolutely no rush, and they're far enough away from you that it's not anything other than a task action to dispatch them. <clears throat> all right. Um Let's let's split it up so we don't use up uh, all of our ammo on person on. Okay. I'll good. take uh, I'll take two of them with my handgun. Okay. And this is this is a, a slow enough of a task action. Like just spin the charges. We don't need to even make a roll for it. Just we're gonna be keeping track of our uh, ammunition and everything like that that we use. So I'll um, take out uh, three if you guys want. Sure. I feel like it. We should probably keep my ammo more or less undealt with because I'm the best shot here, so in high-stress situations, I'm probably what, who we need to talk to. What is your shooting, by the way, just out of curiosity? My shoot is three, but okay. I have a hunting rifle, which gives me a plus one. Okay. So, yeah, I'll take out two then. So there were seven altogether with the yes, two. there three. were seven altogether. Correct. We did two, two, three. Okay. Two, okay. three. So that's everything that, like, that gate made enough noise. If there was anything else like in the general vicinity or within the fences here, like it would have came and investigated. Uh, so you're pretty sure that the grounds are clear. We you want to start and, next. Let's go ahead and close North gate while we're doing it then. Let's, okay. let's loop around on the road, um, go through the dump station, eyeball that, and then keep on going up that way. If you don't mind. Vaughn, I, I have complete faith in you. Really? Somebody like does. He, Vaughn, you good by the way? Uh, as much as I need to be. You sure? Because I, I tried contacting you by Ubik a few times. That's on a prize. That's on a prize. Yeah, let, well, actually, we should. Yeah, um, we're making our way to the north gate along the road through C to the north gate to close it. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, C is a. It's basically a big metal building, um, and it's got a an opening on either end uh, for the semis to drive through it. It doesn't have any doors on it for that. It's just left open. Um, there is also, as you're approaching it, you can you can tell as you're getting close, um, some like actual offices and uh, work areas and stuff like that that are closed in with inside the building. Um, so if you want to investigate the building itself while you're here, or do you want to just pass through? I think passing through is probably a good idea to close the gate. Okay. I'll tell just you what. gonna draw I'm, my gun now. <laughs> I am. I am wanting to. As we like, I'm just gonna kind of and let them know that. Uh, I'd like to like pick a corner as we're as we're passing through that and let them go ahead and close the gate and I'm just gonna kind of hunker down and be quiet and see if anything moves after we pass through. Okay. <clears throat> um, they proceed on through and go to close the gate. Uh, so Skid, why don't you roll me a uh, awareness? I want you to do that awareness with a plus one red. All right, so it'd be two. Can I go so ahead? So something's and, aware of us. Can I? Can I go ahead? Is it too late to me? Say I've turned on my Ubix specs. If I was being, um, no, is that for shooting or awareness? I think I don't have it for. Awareness. Um, Ubix specs do not have an awareness thing. Okay, yeah, it's, it's like okay, so that's fine. Go ahead and row, and uh, yeah, that is a no. That's no, critical failure. Well, oh, well, can I nice. take my wheel? Can I take my wheel? 
to spend? You may spend a will on that, yes, and make it a regular failure. Okay. Absolutely a thing you can do. Okay, so uh, you don't notice anything at all uh, moving or making noise or, or doing anything as they go. They close the north gate. The north gate also makes quite a bit of noise. It doesn't attract anything new. Everything, like I said, everything that was out here would have been attracted the first go-around. Um, and then do you go out to meet them? Do you? they come back to meet you? What, what are we doing next? I thought they were going to come back. Yeah, we want to close those. Uh, if there are gates on those inner ones, on that inner fence... Uh, there's not any actual like doors to close on the uh, the semi station on C. The, the... Well, no, uh, between C and B, there how there's a fence around B. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, so it's actually like a solid building. Like the the silos aren't freestanding; they're all built together. Makes sense. Like they're all they're all technically connected. Um, so it's not that there's a fence around it so much as like, that's just signifying that there's the individual silos within the, the solid building itself. Um, I will, I will give you, uh, since you passed through the building and you're right up close to it, there are some, uh, connections from C that would go into B like for where the, the grain would be taken out of C and go into the, the silos themselves. Uh, so you could go through C, like if you, you could go into the building itself in C instead of just the part that you walk through the middle of it and get into B, into the actual silos and everything of the elevators. All right, we want to continue and, and go and close the, the rail gates? Yeah, we should probably do that. Okay. Uh, are we going to pass, pa- pass by D to do that, or do you want to go like to the north one and then walk through in between the elevators and the head house? Uh, let's, let's, uh, we should probably close the north and then just walk down along the tracks so we can see those chutes or elevators from the underside on the outside as we walk under them. So you're going to pass through C to get to D? No, he's talking about walking north of C and B across the tall grass to the tracks, I think. I thought we were going like around the outside, closing around the outside before going inside. Whatever you guys want to do is, is fine. But. Well, if we go that way, we can inspect the wall while we're on our walk and see if we see any big holes we need to patch. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're walking up that way. Uh, you get up there to the gate on the north side, and it is actually uh, damaged. The fencing and the gate mechanism have been damaged by just exposure. Essentially, they've rusted out. Uh, this is one of the things that you will have to actually fix to be able to secure the site. All right. I guess uh, walk down the down the tracks, look at the conveyors, and see if we can close that south gate. Okay. Uh, as we're passing in between the silos and the headhouse, I need one person. This will be a one-and-done situation. I need one person to make me an awareness check. Whoever does this will need to do it at a plus one red. Probably better off to be you, Skids. Okay. Sounds fun. Not going to be me? Well, I mean, you don't have your scope. or It, it don't matter. I don't want Like, we're about the same, aren't we? Uh, I have a one. Okay, I got a two then. So, yeah. All right, so, yeah, that's three over two. Awesome. Okay. Uh, so, as you're passing underneath um, the conveyors and the catwalks and stuff that connect the two parts of the building, uh, you can't, you know, like all of you do it, but uh, you can't, but you just can't help but like stare up at everything. You know, it's way up there and you're like, how the hell are we going to get all this shit like fixed and operational and holy hell. Um, however, Skid, you do notice some movement in the windows of the headhouse all the way up at the top. I am going to, in a hushed whisper, I got movement at the top of the headhouse and there's something. Did, was it shambling quick movement or just? It was. It was something moved very quickly. It was. A, it was an abrupt and sudden movement. That's what attracted your attention to it. All right. So, snugging that rifle up a little closer to my shoulder. It's like the headhouse. 
Fuck. That's going to be something we have to go in. Is there any access points to the headhouse? Yes. Uh, down at the bottom, there are a number of places, like doors into the building itself, where people could go inside. Um, you also know that you could get across from, like, where you could get in on C to get into the, the silos from the, the semi-transfer station. Uh, you could go across the silos and then go up into the headhouse from the silos. All right. Do we need? Do you want to go ahead? I mean, we already know we got activity in A or in the head house. If we go over by the uh, dump station, go ahead, continue our pass. I mean, we're, we've already closed gates. Maybe we should go ahead and close the South Train Track gate. Right yeah, now. let's head down there, close it, and then we'll figure out about patching the outer fence and dealing with whatever you saw. All right. So, do you all want me to hang back and kind of keep an eye on it? That that probably would be a good idea. It's probably smart. Should I do stay off the hot, uh, Sean? Can if you'd like. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> hey, Sean, what should I do to win Bless this game? <laughs> uh, I can't tell you that yet, sir. You haven't figured out everything you need to know to be able to win this game. So it's but seven over that's one. That's how this works, though, right? Like, we, we, we figure out how to win the game, and then we win the game, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly how this is going to work. You've got so it figured you, out. So I, I, I did burn extra rashes and stuff, so I did... Uh, I did get a seven over one. Okay. Uh, you are like the knight. You slip into some shadows and hang out and let everybody else go down to the south gate. Uh, the south gate can be closed. It once again makes quite a racket, but it doesn't attract anything. Everything that was out in the exterior of everything would have been drawn out already. Any other movement from the building? You don't notice anything, sir. So I know that... Uh... Skid saw some movement up top when we were passing underneath those conveyors. Did they look like they were in good shape? As best we tell from down below. The uh, the conveyors up there are built to be out in the elements all the time, so they are very robustly built. Um, it doesn't look like anything has done any actual damage to them. Um, what kind of condition the mechanics that drive everything are in is another question, and it's one of those things you'll have to get into the the head house and inspect stuff to be able to find that out. The, the actual physical the physical component of the conveyors themselves up there look like they're they're in good. Okay. On the D for the uh, place. Yeah, let's check out D. Yeah, that seems to be by its a standalone building. If we clear that, then I with good. it in mind though, guys. Like I like I'm expecting. Well, for one, you know, and I'll so Sean. I mean, I'm going to give you one on me. Okay, buddy. So. We've all heard tales, and I'm not mentioning the tales and stuff like that. So I'm either expect I'm either thinking we're getting ready to get bushwhacked by uh, Leroy's crew, possibly, or I'm a- I'm afraid it's like you know I've heard in hush whispers stories of aberrants. So I'm going to volunteer for a self control check. <laughs> if you want to volunteer for one, sir, I'm more than happy keep, to let you do one. And what I'm going to say is, with this success, I'm not going to mention Abrams or Leroy or anything <laughs> like that. So I'm just going to keep my own internal thoughts to myself. If uh, if if I uh, boot up my stingray, would that be breaking the radio silence there, Sean? Uh, the stingray itself, if you don't do anything with it, you just turn it on and use it passively, it won't break the radio silence. Okay. I'm going to do I'm... that to see if there's any... You radio signals in the area, okay. I guess. Let's, let's resolve Adam's self-control check real quick here. Yes. Oh, no, all right, all right, I wrote it. Okay. <laughs> I got seven over one, so I keep it together. Yeah. Keep it together, yeah. Jessica. A little tremble in your hands, but uh, you know you, you you don't you don't manage to freak out the rest of the group. So you're doing you're doing good. 
Uh, Nick, you fire up your Stingray. You need to spend the charge for that. Uh, and you don't detect anything at all in the area. Okay. That's a good sign, I guess. Arrows Unless it's some sort of high. aberrant that can block Ubik signals. Or it's just dun, a bunch dun. of people without Ubik signals. It's an <laughs> anti-Wi-Fi aberrant. <laughs> you thought you were rid of edge technology. It's edge aberrant. Edge Brent. Okay, I'll, I'll share that information with people. If uh, whatever uh, Skid saw was a uh, was a group of uh, takers, they're not using any uh, Ubik or anything, just like us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Okay, so D is uh, like I said, it's it's marked that it's like ADM headquarters. Um, it is very obviously um, part of it, at least, is like an office building. There are uh, a set of, right in the middle of D on the south side, there's a set of like uh, double glass doors that uh, would be like the main in and out. Uh, there's also some uh, secondary entrances uh, or emergency exits maybe on the uh, east and west side of the building. If we're going to go check it out, how do we want to go inside the building? Do we want to go two people per door or just block off one door and go in the other? What do you guys want to do? Uh, I can go in with my spear, I guess, if someone wants to follow up with a gun. I can uh, can roll with uh, decoy. Okay, what door are you going to go up to, decoy? Um, the closest one. Uh, so coming up from the south gate, you've either got uh, like a secondary entrance, uh, or it's it maybe like an emergency exit. Like it's not marked as one on the outside, but it could be that kind of a deal that's on the west side of the building. Or you can go to the south side in the middle of the building and go in like the main doors to go in and out. What do you think, Vaughn? Bet best. Uh... Best sightlines will probably be in the main lobby there, through the through the glass doors, most light. Uh, All right. I don't see any glass on those. Uh, those. The the secondary doors on the on the sides are just solid doors. There's no no glass. Well, and we go then. Let's go through the main yeah. doors. Get up to the doors and you pull on one, and it is securely locked. It does not open. <clears throat> Good sign, I guess. What about the uh, the other one? Both of the double doors are securely locked. <clears throat> Pardon me. Well, you want to try the side door next, or you want to try to break this open with your fancy uh, toolkit? I mean, we could break it open with the butt of your rifle, but yeah, we can do that. Do you, do you want to knock first to see if anything knocks back, if you know what I mean? No. Like, the casualties <laughs> will come to the sound and just bang against the door? If the door is locked, that implies someone locked it. Yeah, but someone could have got bit and locked themselves inside, turned, died, risen again, the whole spiel. Doors, uh, these doors do have bumper bars um, to meet building codes and stuff like that. So anything that was on the inside that got attracted by noise could just walk out. And they'll open the door for us. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been five years. It, something would have happened at this point. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I'll let you continue on. Sorry, I just wanted to. So what are we doing next? I say just uh, break a little bit of the glass by that bumper bar and we can pull it open. Okay. Um, I... the spear? Yeah, spear. Okay, so you use the spear, break the glass, you can pull the door open, no problem, no rolls needed. Um, I will say that Skids probably uh, has, might, might have a problem with like shattering glass, with as nervous as she's getting. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do have it. any reaction or anything to it? I have good trigger form, Sean. So, <laughs> you know, like, finger's not on it, but like when it, when it breaks, I kind of glance like not so much at the room, but everywhere around us. Like I'm just like looking, I kind of look like if I, if I could even see the other 
even though other things have made worse noises. But yeah, I just look around real nervous. And like okay. next, probably can hear a uh, a uh, kind of kind of like tension. It's, it's okay, skids. They're probably just trying to get in. Oh yeah. Next, next go ahead and roll me a sensitivity. Okay, that is a failure. Okay. Um, so I want you to go ahead and make me a self-control check. Um, you totally read like, um, skids, skids is nervous, but not like freaked out yet. Uh, but the way you read it, like the body language and everything like that, like skids is about to have a full blown, like panic attack. Okay. I pass. Okay. So you don't like take any stress or anything like that from like your coworker that you're, you're, you're convinced is like about to just completely lose their shit. Skids. It's fine. You probably just saw a casualty walking by a window because the gates riled them up. They're probably just walking about the grain silo. It's nothing to worry about. Clear them out. It, we've done this before. You know, just chum them out to the open. We've got a big field to work with. We'll take them out. Clean. We'll clean. We'll be custodians for Mr. Jones. And then we'll be back. Not, nothing to worry about. Nothing out of the ordinary here. You're right. You're right. There's, there's nothing different. It's just casualties walking along the catwalks. Except that you know for sure, Skid, that whatever it was that was up there moved way too fast to be a casual. It may have been just just a vector. Whatever it was, it wasn't any simple casual. It may have been your brother. Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris. so back to the <laughs> uh, back to the guys at the doorway or at the door itself. Uh, you break the glass. You reach in. You grab the bumper bar. You open the door. Not a problem at all. Uh, until the door itself opens, uh, at which point in time an alarm sounds. It's a really shrill, high-pitched, piercing, electronic uh, alarm system that goes off. Um, it's, like, very obviously just right above the door. Like, there's not alarms that go off throughout the whole building. It's just an alarm, like, right above the doorway. Cover me. I'll pull, the, pull that off and get it, get it turned off. All right. Pull out my gun. Mechanics? Yeah. Uh, no, you, you like poke your head around there to look at it. And it's a very simple, like battery operated, uh, alarm system. Like you, you flip a switch on it and it turns right off. Um, it's literally like the cheap version of a security system insofar as like, if the door opens, it goes off. Um, it's not connected to anything else. It's just one of those things, the batteries in it happen to still be good because it's never gone off. It's never been actually used. I'll uh, hang on to that. Okay, totally come in handy. Yeah, uh, Skids did not like that noise at all, um, but I'm not going to like force you to do two self-control checks back-to-back on that. Uh, there might be a small amount of hyperventilation going on from Skids now, so that's, you know, good times. Uh, so what are we doing now, guys? we got the door open. we got the alarm turned off. Handgun back out. I guess I'll pull out the spear again. All right, and into the, do- into the doorway we go. Let's, uh, let's chuck that door open or pull down the little open leg thing. It's got one of those little little foldy legs that you can you can use to prop the door open. All right, flip it down and it holds the door ajar. Hey. I'd say I'd turn on my Ubix and like turn on Ghoulnet, but I lost half of my fucking charges. We can't. <laughs> and we also we all put anyway. all of our Ubix into airplane mode, two legs out. Yeah. Right. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, Han and Decoy duck on into the building. In they go. Into the dark. It's daylight outside, and even with the windows and everything, it's dark enough inside that it's pretty shadowy and dark and everything like that. And uh, they basically disappear from sight uh, for Nex and uh, 
skids. Um, skids, if you want to go inside and follow your friends into the dark place where the bad things hide, uh, I am going to require you to make another self-control check. I'm not going to inflict any damage for a humanity track on this. It's just literally, you're worked up to the point where if you don't make yeah. this, you can't go in there. Can I get a pro, a quid pro quo, if you will? Like if, you know, say that I were the uh, U.S. government and you were not playing topical, <laughs> but uh, like, can I play on my reckless and get a get a will for if I succeed on this to go in with them? Uh, I would say if you want to get a will, um, you can just flat out take a point of stress and say, fuck it, we're all going to die. Let's just do it together. But you're going to like say that out loud where everybody can hear it. Well, it's not everybody. It's just, uh, it's just me. <laughs> no, you doesn't even really count. You're gonna you know you're what? gonna say it loud enough that the guys in in the building will hear it too. <laughs> eight eight success, uh, critical success. Nice. Yeah, you can you can pull yourself together and say, you know, look, we got we got the job to do. I've got people counting on me. Got to get it done. And you can you can get yourself in there. Just for elevation. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and go in with them and like cut on my headlamp okay. uh it's not so dark that like anybody can't see or anything like that but the relative change from outside to inside is enough that if you're outside it looks like people just kind of disappear in the darkness uh once you're in here um it's pretty typical kind of uh office space there's a reception desk here uh there's a hallway that goes left and right uh there is a staircase there is no elevator this place is not uh ada compliant unfortunately um, far too long ago and too expensive to make those kind of changes in a place like this. Uh, there is a staircase, though, that goes up to a second floor. Okay, so I guess we need to sweep the ground floor first. You agree? Yep. Okay, so... I'll, I'll be at the door making sure nothing wanders in or out behind you. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, so is there any particular... You said there was office areas. Is it open office or is there individual room? It's, it's individual room. All right, um, I guess we'll just start clearing them first come, first serve. Okay, uh, so if we're going to clear the building, I need a scavenging check from somebody. Okay, I'll go ahead. Can I use my Ubix on that to get a plus on scavenging? Do you have the Apophenia overlay? Yes, that's the one I did buy. I bought it in Dead Eye. Nice. Uh, yes, as long as that's what you're doing, you're not making any phone no. calls with it or anything like that, you can use your... your overlay all right okay so that would be 11 no excuse me i'd be 13 over six okay so in here we basically clear the whole building we don't find anything like nothing's alive nothing jumps out no jump scares happen um it's almost one of those things where it's becoming unnerving because it's too quiet kind of a deal um but in the business offices we find two things of great importance the first thing that we find is a uh like a maintenance office, like the maintenance supervisor for the grounds has an office in here. Um, this office contains a full schematic of the augers and the conveyors um, that run the whole facility. It also includes uh, some details about the backup generator that they have on site that can be used to provide power for the uh, location. Um, so with this, uh, Vaughn can make a mechanics check to figure out exactly uh, what equipment needs to be examined and repaired if necessary to be able to clear out the uh, silos, the six silos, and to be able to set up the conveyor system to load out to the grain barge. Uh, the other thing that we find is that in the like um, main business office 
for the uh, for ADM, the company. Uh, there is a vault built into the building itself um, that could have any number of goodies inside of it. Uh, that vault will need a criminality check to open. Uh, and then you made your mechanics check already? Yep, uh, 10 over 5. Awesome. So you do find out exactly, like, you, you, you can study the deal. Uh, you can take pictures with, like, a Ubic spec and stuff like that and then mark it all out, like, which conveyors go where, uh, what areas you need to, like, switch them over so that they go from one conveyor to the next conveyor to transport stuff uh, the right way to get it, uh, one, to get emptied out, and then two, to load from one from the elevators themselves uh, to the grain barges. So you get that all figured out. Now you just have to go and like, inspect the mechanical situation with everything to make sure everything will work. And then, Do you have any uh, will there skids for your criminality check? Because I also have criminality if you need someone. I've, I've got just one point in this criminality. Do you have I've any? I've got one point of criminality. I've just got one point as well. Whoever feels oh, lucky. I'm hanging out with a bunch of criminals. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I'm a hero of the loss. I, I work a security firm, kind of, maybe. Mm-hmm. Former. Sure you do. I need to know a little bit about criminality. You're like Michael Pena in the Ant-Man movies. I'm like Aladdin from Aladdin. <laughs> you know, I'm one step ahead of the bread line. Two, like, no, I'm sorry. I went you, you can stop now. Wow. That was a good cartoon back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. We can't have Disney uh, dock us from our Vemblem Goods uh, income. <laughs> right. Next thing you know, they're gonna we're going to find Veblen Goods up on a t-shirt stealing site from Twitter. <laughs> so what was the criminality check there, Skids? Oh, I didn't roll it yet. I, was, I didn't know. But yeah, I can go ahead and do it then. You know, I just got two over four. I can't get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Will. It, it's, it's old and uh, you're out of practice on like Cracking safe. It's not a necessarily the kind of criminality skill set you've maintained over the years. Um, so it's unfortunately uh, it's it's stuck. Okay, uh, so that's basically the entirety of this building. Um, to proceed with what you've got to do, you need to go and actually inspect the mechanical aspects of the elevators and the headhouse. Is the generator located in the headhouse? Yes, the generator is going to be on the uh, ground floor. Uh, it's a pretty significantly sized uh, diesel generator. Um, you, can, you can inspect once you get in there. And then you'll have to go up into the uh, top floors of the headhouse itself to inspect the various mechanical bits of all the conveyor systems. All right. Do we want to do that first, or do we want to secure the fence line? Uh, are there supplies on hand to secure the fence line, or will we have to go out, call in supplies, and then drag them back here? Because if we have to go out and call in supplies to fix the fence line, we might as well mechanics so we can also call in what's needed for that and not have to do you will, you will have to have uh stuff brought in to repair the fence so we might as well see what mechanics we need so we don't have to do multiple trips sure let's do it all right uh where do y'all want to point me what can i help oh. with all right just continue security basically so why don't look i saw something okay so like my thought is I don't want to just go in here like it's just a normal thing. So do we have any mines or anything left? Did no nope. did you see something or did you see something like Vaughn saw something? Listen, I saw something move. So like all I was gonna say is if we booby trapped it to where if something was chasing us, we could lead it didn't like have a little bit of an edge. That would be good. I just like, you know, like I said. I just think that us just treating, uh, making this up on the fly is not the well, best plan. Was it a casualty or was it uh, an animal? 
look, I saw, like I said, it moved quicker than a casual. Okay. It was a quick movement that caught my eye. If it would have been a casually slowly lumbering there, it wouldn't have been as obvious, but it was, you know, there one second, gone the next. So that is where I'm going with this. Maybe it was an animal you saw, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it was the accounting bear. But, like, let's just kind of, like, think about this for a second. Like, I appreciate the support, folks. I really do. Do you have, do we have any kind of contingency plan in case things go go hot right now? Okay. Other than shoot. Decoy just pulls up one of the grenades. <laughs> if, we, I know for a fact this works on people. If it's alive, we have the, the, the chlorine gas. It'd fall back to different basically cleared out that one building it was a pain in the ass to get into to secure ourselves in there if it's undead we could just go down and jump in the mississippi it can't follow us out there it'll sink straight to the bottom chlorine is a cleaning agent (laughs) (laughs) all right but but if it is like a a blight infected thing we should just head for the water because it can't follow us into it without sinking in theory that that doesn't sound right well we'll uh We'll figure this out one way or another then. I just didn't know if we had any more mines left, but uh, they did do a hell of a job and we could have done what we did without them. So, okay. No other ideas? Let's do this. All right. So into the head house we go. I will need an awareness check from whoever's leading the search through the building. Not to throw you under the bus, skids, but you do I, have the flashlight. <laughs> I do have the flashlight. I do have the flash, and that's, that's it. So it looks like it's four over two. Oh, wait, no, I've been 2-2. So I've been a, a critical success. Critical success. Awesome. Woo! Okay, so um, as you're going through the head house, you, you, you clear like the bottom floor. Uh, you inspect the generator. The generator can be repaired uh, and put into service. Uh, should take minimal efforts because it's inside and it's been protected. Um, you get up to the second to the last floor going up um, when skids... Uh, rounds a corner suddenly. Um, the headlamp comes across a uh, could you could call it a grizzly sight. Um, it looks like a child, uh, somewhere around eight years of age or so, has a very large rat in its hands, and it's like mid bite and pull as it like pulls fur and gristle and uh, meat off of the body of the rat, um, and then the light splays across it. The child looks up absolutely wide-eyed, drops the rat, and runs. Okay. Roll me an attack if we're going to shoot it? No. I said I'm not shooting it. I can't, Sean. My soft spot's for the kids. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty sure that Nex said something to the effect of shoot it. No, I was... was, Sorry, that was... I was telling him to shoot it. I didn't mean I was going to shoot it. Okay. Uh, so, hey, speaking of that soft spot of it's for the kids, um, that was obviously a child. And if it's to the point where it's having to eat a live rat uh, to survive, it obviously needs your help. Um, so I'm going to say between both of your spots, skids, um, you will chase headlong after it um, in order to save the child. Um, you will Only to- if he wants the will. I'm going to say you are compelled to do this. You'll have to make me a self-control check and pass it to not do so. 11 over 9. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you no, 12 can, or 9. Excuse me. You can maintain control of yourself and not chase after it if you so choose. Or you can you can go after it and get the will. Um, yeah, there is at least a child in here uh, somewhere. 
because uh, it runs off and hides very fast. Uh, so there's there's some good news. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's breaking my heart, but like it's it's, it's nude has survived long enough here. Like <laughs> like we'll 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 help we'll help the child out um, later. We'll get all this up and up and going. Um, I kind of want to go ahead and clear the rest of it. Uh, you know. Or is that pretty much like have we pretty much cleared everything and seen everything once we uh... pretty much you've pretty much cleared the place. Um, so the way that this job will work from this point out, now that we've cleared everything out and we've gone through the nail biting of like, oh god, what's around the next corner? Um, we're going to play this out kind of like a, a bottled up character drama. Uh, so there are several tasks that have to be completed, um, and so like we're going to have to go out and get supplies, and that's going to take at least one person to take a couple of long walks out to go get that stuff and bring it back. We're going to have to repair the fences. We're going to have to clean out silos. We're going to have to fix the mechanical things. Um, so basically who's going to do what, and then we're going to have like a series of um, like small um, interludes kind of a deal as we work through these things. Cause this is a deal that's going to take you guys like a week worth of time here to get through. Okay. Well next, I uh, next can go and make the calls and everything and help drag stuff back. I can start working on the mechanicals. I have some mechanical skills, but I'm mostly here to help guard stuff. So, well, if if uh, Vaughn needs a hand, I guess uh, you could always help out. That that wouldn't be bad. But yeah. so two of us are staying there. Two of us are getting supplies. Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, that would probably be best to start with. Okay. Uh, so who is it that's going to go get supplies? Um, I would suggest that the person who is worried about the feral children or the feral child stays here because decoys kind of got a callous attitude towards life at this point. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say then decoy and necks are going to go out to get supplies. Yeah, it makes sense. Cause Vaughn should also probably stay behind to start prepping for any repairs that they want. He wants to do. Okay. Uh, so oh. Vaughn and skids stay behind and start looking at mechanical stuff. Um, could you repeat that? I just I couldn't hear you over the bus that just fucking ran over me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that, Adam? Nothing, son. Nothing. You're making me proud. Okay, so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have um, the two that are going out to get supplies. So next and decoy. It's gonna be four charges of uh, rations to go out and come back because you've got to take two legs out, two legs back to get to get the stuff. Having the stuff delivered isn't a problem as long as you, you don't make any contact until you get out there. Um, but uh, what we're going to do instead of like role-playing boring things is we're just going to have like a scene of the two of you either walking out there or walking back um, and just basically coping with this bullshit that you find yourselves dealing with. So if you guys have got a topic uh, in mind of something you want to discuss with each other, we can just do that or we can uh, use the, uh, the table to make some more interludes uh, happen. Hey, uh, Nex. Yeah, well, what's up? They're going crazy, right? Who's going um, crazy? Th- those two. They're they're going. Uh, they're they're both going cuckoo bananas. Like yeah, take, Vaughn take, just vanished. Yeah, take work is hard. It's not the. Uh, it's not cut out for anybody. Everybody. Yeah, but like I, I admit it, I'm stressed, but I'm not. I'm not losing it. And next, Skids is jumping at fucking shadows. She yeah. says she saw a kid. I didn't see anything. I didn't see jack shit. Uh... No, I, I I believe her. Um, I mean, we probably saw the rat that it dropped behind, right? If we didn't see the kid itself. Everybody, um, everybody uh, saw either saw the rat or saw the kid. Like, yeah. 
I, I believe her. I saw. I, I, I believe her. I just wonder how it's going to influence the job. Skid's got to remember. We, we got to get paid. We can't just suddenly become an orphan. I mean, I don't, I don't know about her home life or anything, but like this is. <sighs> Paul always told me if we found a stray and we couldn't take care of the stray, made more sense to put it down than try to rehome it because we don't have the time and this world's too hard for it. I mean, okay, uh, I'm gonna say end of scene right there. And next, you totally need to make a self control check. Um, uh, thanks. Your, your partner in crime here is literally advocating for child murder. Yeah, I, I mean, it's kind of not a surprise given <laughs> the whole war crime angle, but <laughs> it's a failure. Surprise or not, it's not exactly something you like to deal with. Uh, so that would be one to detachment. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about war crime here. This <laughs> makes total sense to Decoy. He's been raised this way. As you're stuck on this nice long walk, hauling a bunch of stuff back, and you get stuck in a conversation about the merits of murdering children. I'm just thinking that two are losing it to stress, and one is just completely emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not emotionless. I have been taught that my emotions are bad. <laughs> oh, I'm Lutheran. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta get out of here. Uh, okay, uh, so you guys go out and get supplies and bring them back. Now back to the two of you that are inside doing mechanical stuff. Um, basically, this will be a small interlude where you guys are checking things out, making sure things function right, making repairs that are necessary, uh, since Vaughn has already figured out exactly which equipment needs to be operational. Uh, they're both Geneva Convention war crimes. That is true. Um, <laughs> uh, do you guys have a topic in mind that you'd like to discuss, or would you like me to roll on the interlude table? What Do you, do you have any suggestions, Brownie? So... This, we're going to get out of this, right? Things are going to go back to normal after the after all this? Yeah, it's going to be better than we'll be able to provide. This is just one of those things. This is just one of those things that we just got to get past. Like, we're bearing a burden for the community. We're bearing a burden for our loved ones. And we'll, we'll get this set up. We'll keep elevation afloat. And I mean, I like Steve and all. I mean, where, where's Steve? Steve was the guy that disappeared, right? Yeah. Yeah, my dependent. Um, look. I mean, that won't go back to normal. Uh, hopefully he'll be there when we get back and it'll be a good story. But if not, then, you know, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll uh, you know, me and mine will help you and yours. We're in this together. We, just don't, we don't just work together, like, depend on each other. We're both appendages on the same body. If you need help, like, I don't mind helping you uh, get to the bottom of the Steve deal. That's not a that's not a problem at all. All you gotta do is just ask. Okay, so as you guys are sitting there having this discussion about uh, you know people disappearing, how it's it's totally fine, and we'll all be better for it in the end. Um, kids, you once again like out of the corner of your eye, like think you catch a, a, a quick motion uh, somewhere in the depths of the head house, um, and you can't help but think about that it's probably that poor child again starving to the point that it's eating live rats. Uh, so I'm going to need you to make another self-control check, please. Okay. Right. I failed. Okay. Uh, you will take one to detachment as you are not helping a poor child. Um, I think I'm going to probably leave a, a ration near the entranceway later. 
What are you leaving? No, your fucking business. I'm leaving a ration. (laughs) What kind of ration? Uh, You know, something like if it's a can of whatever, I'll go ahead and open it and just and kind of even take the the time to take something and push down the serrated edges of the can to where the poor thing doesn't cut its cut cut its hand. And uh, yeah, I'll just kind of leave that out. I'll take my detachment. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Vaughn, I would also like you to make me a self-control check um, as you raise up a very valid uh, point about how it's all well and good to say that everything's going to be you know better if we save the world here, but um, like people are still disappearing. Like there's still bad shit happening behind the scenes and all this. And uh, is it really going to be okay? Because and it's not really Steve that I'm thinking about either. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, <laughs> if one person has disappeared uh, due to the hands of, of certain people that are involved in this, uh, how safe is L actually going to be? Yeah. People who are visiting my house every day. Yes. Um, that is a failure. It's a failure. I would like you to take another point of stress, sir, as you can't help but fret about stuff at home. Okay, uh, so we have successfully brought uh, materials back in. We have um, made mechanics checks to get some of the equipment working. Um, the two of you that stayed at the head house, uh, go ahead and spend two charges of rations just for uh, time spent working. You got a little lighter on that. You didn't have to spend all four like the other ones did for all the distance they had to travel. But you were still doing like manual labor, getting stuff fixed and all that stuff. Uh, and it was like the better part of a day spent doing this. Um, so the next day in all of this, um, everybody needs to spend me a ration just for time spent because it's a new day. Uh, the next kind of things that are on the list are with the parts that we've gotten, we need to um, actually fix the equipment that needs fixed. We actually need to fix the fence, and then we're going to have to clean silo. Uh, I feel like we should fix the fence first before we make any possible noise with large machinery. Okay. Or uh, lights. <laughs> uh, so fixing the fence is like a full day of activity. Like it takes everybody pitching in a full day of work to get all the holes patched, to get the gate replaced, all that stuff. Uh, so it will take a mechanics check to fix the gate that actually needs replaced. Everything else just takes the time and effort. Um, it's going to take three rations from everybody for the hard day of manual labor. I'm going to need a refresh on that. We have a refresh of food, right? Yeah, we have. Yep. We got I'll it. mark that off. Uh, and then uh, the mechanics I'll... check from Vaughn to actually fix the gate. That uh, is... Go ahead. I, I'm taking a refresh as well. And same oh. as me. All right. All that's marked. Um, I still have one left, so I'll wait. Uh, that is an eight over seven on mechanics. Awesome. We get the fence repaired. Uh, so... The next day, uh, as that was the entire day that you just spent there, uh, everybody needs to spend me a ration again because it's a brand new day and we're going to get to do more manual and menial labor. Um, The next thing would be to start cleaning out the silos. We have fixed the equipment so that we can empty them, but we have to actually, uh, like, get in there and wash them out and use the disinfectant stuff to uh, clean them all out. You did manage to locate on site uh, some power washing equipment that does have tie-ins for the disinfectant. Uh, It looks like this is probably something that happens every once in a while uh, to make sure that the grain elevators stay appropriately clean to store the grain. Um, What it requires on this is I'm going to need 
a self-control check from someone who's going to get lowered on a rope, essentially, um, and spends their entire day, like, hosing out a grain silo. Uh, what you can do is you can split up into two teams and have uh, one person in, in a silo and a spotter and another person in a silo and a spotter. It's going to take I'll, like, uh, out two of these. I'll go down on the rope. Uh, keeping busy keeps my mind busy. I've done this before, so... Okay. And that's uh, an honest 6-6 six, six on the stress. Okay. Uh, you're fine with getting lowered on this janky rope, uh, you know, dangled a couple hundred feet up in the air. Not as bad as you thought it was going to be. Uh, shit, 8-8. Eight, eight. <laughs> nice. No, so, both, yeah. You, you, you were the right choices to do this. Uh, okay. I've done this before. It sucks, oh. but whatever. The other two people who stay up and basically uh, run the, the rope system to raise and lower the guys that are doing the cleaning. Uh, the both of you need to make a... Just roll me a black. I need to know who has the lowest. <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Uh, uh, why do I not believe this, Sean? <laughs> uh, so, Skids, um, you are at the top of the grain silo. Uh, who are you working with? Were you working with Vaughn or were you working with Decoy? Oh, I like, make a Decoy. I like Vaughn better. Yeah, work, work with me. You guys already had your, your day out on the road. You're, you bonded. No, we didn't. Well, we <laughs> we bonded over rations and machinery. So I was dealing with uh, with Nex. <laughs> Can you all quit yelling between silos? <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but uh, yeah, so what happens? Okay, uh, so I do. I need needing to know who it is that is on the bottom of the rope, though. In just in case something goes funky, we can say it's me. Okay, so Vaughn is at the bottom of the rope that you're supposed to be supervising. Uh, yeah. You're up there, like you, you, you're looking down the silo. You're making sure everything's okay with him. You look over to check the the pulleys and and the rope and everything like that. And make sure everything all that's good to go. Uh, once again, you catch like furtive movement in the corner of your eye, and you spin around, expecting it to be like a casualty or a vector or something like that, because you've been on edge this whole time. Uh, once again, it is um, a small human person. Uh, better known as a child, except this time they have friends. There are four children. They are between the ages of like seven and ten. They all are staring at you from across the way. They're like like two silos away from you. Um, it'd be, you know, probably 100, 200 feet away from you. Um, they're just kind of standing there, like, very curious look on their face. Uh, they're trying. It's like they're trying to figure out what it is that you're doing. Um, they all look quite emaciated and absolutely filthy. Uh, they gibber in a language of some sort. It's not like a foreign language. It's like uh, there are some English words in it. It's, it's nonsensical to you. And what is your reaction to that? I kind of glance back. I, I glance back at him on the rope. I glance at him. I glance back at him, and I just kind of wave a little bit and go back to work, just kind of keeping an eye on him. Like or really, you know, look, you know, occasionally I glance up that way or something like that. Okay. Uh, so when you look away, like the second time you look away and check back down the rope, uh, when you look back up, they are gone. Okay. okay so that, that concludes cleaning out two of the six necessary uh, silos. The two of you that lowered down in them and actually did all the actual work need to spend an additional ration for the exertion that you put forth today uh, the two guys that stayed up top didn't actually do much but supervise the equipment so they don't have to spend more than just the one for the day 
I'll take my refresh. It's a new day, so we all have to spend another ration. <sighs> and then we have to repeat the same process all over again. I'll take the rope this time. It's only fair. All right, I'll uh, I'll work the police. Listen, like I, there's right. more than one kid. I did. Next, wanna... next, you want to yeah. go down on the rope, or you want to take Polly? Uh, I mean, whatever you prefer is fine with me. Uh, I'll do. I'll go down there if you want. But you seemed uh, pretty good at it. If uh, prefer that. I mean, I'm 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 a little tired. Not gonna lie. Okay, I'll head down then. All right. Okay. So I I do tell like Vaughn. Just I, he's the only one I've mentioned to. Really, I didn't. I did want to mention it around decoy. <laughs> what <laughs> but, about Nex? Uh, Nex, yeah, I would have mentioned it to Nex. It's like like in passing. It's like I've, I saw four. There's four children. Was Newt with them? <laughs> were, were they four different children or the original one with three others? It uh, original one with three others. Okay. Uh, well, they got to be holed up here someplace. So I guess we'll find them. We, well, we're the only place we haven't really searched. For. Well, we'll so wait, you're just saying this around everyone except me? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so where did you see them? Uh, they were on the uh, silos. The uh, ones across the way. So you know, just be mindful. You know, like they seem curious of us, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, see what happens. I'll uh, I'll put a ration over on the far end of the silos before we start working the ropes. Okay. Uh, so- hey, uh, next. Yeah. This is while you're on the ropes. Do you like being a taker? Uh, <laughs> depends on the job, really. Yeah. First Why? one wasn't so bad. Made us a lot of cash. Mo- mostly the cash. Really? I hate this. I mean, whatever you gotta do to pay the bills, right? Uh, so complicated. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, depends on the job. Just gotta to find the right ones. Unfortunately, we got stuck with uh, with this this one. Well, okay. I just I trust you guys to tell me what we need to do. I just I- I'm worried that I I'm gonna screw up. You know? If you've been good so far, kid. I mean, maybe. One or two decisions were a little, little quick, quick to, uh, quick to the draw. But uh, I'm, you've had I'm, a solid head on your shoulders. You've, I'm sorry. You've I, done I, right I, by a lot of people. I've never really apologized. I'm sorry about the tear gas thing. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking of that. But uh, thank you for the apology. <laughs> he says seventy-five percent of his lungs. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, I thought it was the right idea at the time. I, I was oh, wrong. Like, like, like I said at the time. Uh, it wasn't the worst line of thinking, but just maybe think a little bit more when you use uh, toxic chemicals and other <laughs> stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm just not very smart. That That's fine. Not everyone has everything. You've got a lot. You've got a good uh, trigger finger. You've got the the trust and support of an entire enclave. You've got other strengths that you could look to and play off of. Yeah? I would actually say that's, that's actually... Pretty good and inspiring speech. That's much better than your father normally does. <laughs> right? Uh, it's like, hey, Dad, I'm sad. It's okay to be sad. Being sad means you're a good worker. <laughs> <laughs> I was more of like, don't worry about one thing if you're bad. If if it's not your best aspect, just play off your other strengths. <laughs> and that is better than his father's ever done. <laughs> I tried, damn it. I mean, you try raising some kid out in the damn <laughs> Uh So as the other two are busy cleaning their silo out, uh, I'm going to need Vaughn to make me an awareness check. 
Uh, ooh, that is eleven over two. That's a that's a, a a failure, I think, because I have will to spend. All right, I'll mark <laughs> off that you've used failure. one of them. That's a critical failure. No, okay. no, he just succeeded, so it's just a regular failure. Yeah. So, uh, what happens is there are some very very hungry children um, that have spent all of the life that they have any recollection of actively avoiding all the adults that they've ever seen. Um, because all they try to do is like literally rip their face off and eat it while they're still screaming. So you're one of those adults and they don't trust you at all. However, they also have figured out that you, although you are weird in comparison to most adults, have food. Food you heard, is good. You heard me say that I set a ration out uh, farther down away from where we were working, right? Yes, I did hear okay. that. And that's okay. why they are specifically targeting you now and not waiting for... Uh, skids to get back up out of the silo. Um, what I need from you is an athletics check at this point, and I need this done at a plus one red because you are surprised by it. I'm not going to allow you to spend extra rations to get a bonus. What is it? What are they doing? Are uh, they? They are, they are going to attempt to push him down into the silo. Okay. They can then go and harvest all the goodies off of his corpse. That would be a failure, but I'm going to use a will to make that a critical success. <laughs> they fall in the silo. <laughs> I murder the children instead of oh, the God. dubious <laughs> child. Skids is in the silo and the kids are just falling down it all around. <laughs> it's all raining, it. man. So, oh, shit, God. So, so what man. does the critical success mean here for you? It means that they don't push me in and I'm able to fling them away from myself, but not into the silo. That's a good choice. I like that choice. Uh, Doesn't mean I get to just totally murder your sanity, but I still like that choice. Um, do you want to... They're going to attempt to run away. Uh, do you want to do anything to try to prevent that or anything? Or are you just going to let them... Uh, I'm going to let them run, but I'm going to be in a heightened state of awareness the rest of the time, and I'm going to call down to Skids to let her know what's going on. Kids will do that. <laughs> oh, I didn't say it. Kids will murder right. the both of us. Uh, right so... in the crouch. Right in the crouch. <laughs> uh, I do need. I do need a self control um, from uh, Vaughn for like the almost getting pushed into a two hundred or a hundred foot drop onto concrete uh, by some freaking feral children. That's a ten over eight. Yes. Uh, so it's still one to trauma because that was a friggin' close call. Um, and then I will ask for one from uh, Skids as well, uh, because you've ignored these children and they're so desperate for help that they uh, have accosted your teammate and almost made them fall to their death. That's 10 over 7. Plus just the cannibalism's creepy. Huh. Uh, so I'm going to say that for Skids, that is still one to detachment. Taking a lot of hits in detachment lately. Your continued neglect on these children is taking its toll on your mental well-being. It's not great. Yeah, it's not the best of times. Um, Probably shouldn't be a mother. In getting two more, of, so we're at four out of six on the silos, so we're almost done. Like, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel, so you can achieve victory. All right, so we had a close call yesterday. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and uh, just address this issue? So there's at least five feral kids running around this place. And um, I appreciate Vaughn for, uh, you know, keeping it together. But we have uh, 
we have an issue. We have kids that see us as a, uh, not as a, like, we're going to eat you food source, but I would roll it out of the fucking equation, but uh, they know we have food. Okay. Do we have no. extra food? Do we have extra? I, I thought we, I thought we, like, got some yeah. extra rations just in case. Yeah, we got extra rations. Like, um, how much will we have? Oh, we have, we still have four full refreshes plus anything we carried with us. But, guys, we, we should probably address the the big question, the the more important question that we can't really dance around. Jones isn't going to want feral children running through his silo. Well, do we have any fencing material left over? We could uh, close off the catwalks from the six we don't need. Uh, you don't have anything left over, but you could have him ship more into you. I don't think that's going to stop stop him. Like, I'm aware I'm not the smartest person on the planet, but I can. I've been able to break into places I wasn't supposed to get into. Do we do we want to do like a Hansel and Gretel thing and leave a blood bread breadcrumb trail of rations for them to follow and then we just like lock them out? We could we could no never mind. I, I think that would kill the the kids. Honestly, like I'm sure that there's organizations like of course we can't the radio silence is what's killing it right now. I'm sure there's a uh, organization work for children like Black Math. Um. I've heard this place up north would be more than happy to take you. No. Or if if we don't want to deal with them at all, we could just claim it was empty and they've moved in after we left. But that's not too believable. That don't so, seem right. Not like we can take care of them when we leave here. No. Nope. Uh, so let's just like let's keep our heads let's, let's keep our heads in the game right now. Um, we'll try to figure this out. If if one of those kids gets in one of the silos we disinfected, it's no longer disinfected. Yeah, there is that. All right, so I'm not, sh- I'm not shooting kids. I didn't say shoot. You said no. Shoot. I know. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I'm not I'm not shooting these kids. I feel like Skids just like looks over at Decoy, and oh, Decoy yeah. is very confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to shoot kids. That's good. That's I, good. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to end what, up what, calling Bond. Why would you I, think I would want to shoot kids? My pal once said that when if you had dogs, you couldn't take care of like. I remember that now. Dogs aren't an dogs are animals. Kids are not animals. I mean, we could uh, ask Jed to go shopping in in that fine fine catalog called Veblen Goods and send us some uh, trank guns. Oh, and then we're just going to tranquilize these children, and then what? Uh, so anyway, why don't we just get the job done? We can uh, go ahead, and when we contact Jeb. Even he will be able to understand. So maybe he can arrange something. Keep our end of the deal. We will maintain silence that, um, you know, that is needed. And uh, yeah, so be on your toes and uh, we'll figure this out. Today we learned that Skids trust Jed more than even Decoy does. <laughs> Listen, I'm, or maybe I'm deferring. So so what do we have left to do for the job? We just got it. Clean out one more set of silos. Okay. Uh, well, the best aware, the people who are most uh, aware and able to spot the kids as well as defend themselves should probably be up top. So I Which think that would I'll, be... I'll be happy to jump back down in a silo to clean yeah. it. Yeah, I've I got two awareness. Be... Yeah. I can, you know, I can, um, or where do you all want me in the silo or do you want me in a watch? Uh, what's your awareness? Two. All right. So that means uh, you two are responsible for Nex and I. We're gonna clean. Who who is uh working with whom? 
I don't know. They're both really bad choices out of character. (laughs) I I I kind of want um uh, one has a has a poison pill and the other one's gonna try and save the kids. I kind of like the idea that um uh skids and decoy are working together. Right. So I mean, we can. So I mean, I'll tell you what I I would do actually if I could find I want something obvious. That, you know, I don't want, like, if I wanted to hide something, protect myself or protect us, I would use the couchers and all that. But I don't want to. But around us, I would like to uh, find some, like, beer bottles or something like that that they, like, or some kind of glass that is very glass and uh, just break it to where, you know, you're going to hear the crunch of glass. You're going to see it like it's not like, you know, it's not going to be the same thing that happened to Vaughn the other day. So is that a scavenge check? Uh, yeah, that would be a scavenge check or something like that. You know, you could also just like set up ropes around you. Well, I couldn't. Find... Okay, so just have. To, I guess. Um... When we got these empty ration cans, we can can on string, right? <laughs> Look at this kids head beanie wings. <laughs> uh, okay, so <clears throat> today goes off absolutely without a hit. Just don't show up. They don't harass anybody. You don't see them. You really you, think I'd kill a kid, Skids? I don't want to talk about this. Man. It's, Man. We just got to... I, so I want to make sure we're all on Man. the same page. I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Just Man. You. Damn. How did our day go? Man. Day, uh, you know, it's, it's menial labor, and you've been yeah. at it several days. Um, but other than that, it goes by just fine. Uh, so the last thing that I want to do for this session is that um, we finish everything up. You get all the tasks completed, uh, but I want to do one more uh, interlude scene with all four of you. Uh, basically, as you're you're leaving the site, uh, you got to take your two legs out to be able to make your call in to Jed and let him know that you've completed the job. Uh, so as you're walking away from this place, um, apparently leaving the feral children behind because you decided it was better just to not mess with that whole situation, um, we 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 could have closed off the silos so they couldn't mess with them, right? <laughs> yeah, that that would work. And you could have, you could have made an attempt at that. Yes. Okay. Could we say we? Well, I mean, I don't. Or we could have tried thing. to contact them. We can help leave them. Rashes. Well, we're going to contact people and talk about this when we get in the radio range. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're going to do they're going to do good by these feral children. All right, fucking sunshine. I hear you. <laughs> There's that red markets. <laughs> <laughs> this is me out of character. I know how red markets works. What, what were you saying, Sean? I, like, I've played with Sean before. None of this will ever go well. Um, so basically, it, unless you guys change your mind and decide you want to go back and do something with the kids, the the kind of general consensus that came from that last conversation to me was that um, if they didn't become a problem for you guys, you weren't going to make a problem of them. Uh, so you're you're done. And you're you're walking out of the the place, so you can have a, uh, uh, a, a one last like interlude scene without all four of you discussing, uh, you know, how, how all that went and what the next kind of thing is going to be or whatever it is you want to talk about. Uh, and then we'll be we'll wrap up the session and people can actually get to bed and do it all again tomorrow morning. Well, uh, those kids are probably fucked. I'll call somebody. Jones will handle the situation. And our hands will be clean. We won't have to enforce any NDAs. They're feral. They don't speak anyway. I think really? Because la- last time we brought anything up to Jones, he told us to just murder a person. Yeah, he's got two children. Yeah. So? Uh, who knows? Who knows if, like, 
that who knows if that that guy we killed had children. Your, your dad's fucked up. Let's just go ahead and say it. Your dad's fucked up. It doesn't mean everybody's fucked up. Okay. Yeah, my dad's super fucked up. I know that. I'm very well aware that my dad's fucked up. <laughs> I'm a well I'm well fucking aware of that. And you know who my dad is really close friends with? Jed goddamn Jones. Throw negative shit out here at us. Huh? Guys, I, you guys, y'all think I'm an idiot. I understand oh, that. No, well, we don't think you're an idiot. I, I think that we're all stressed out. We've had a, the first job was decent, but the past two have been really stressful and taken a lot, both emotionally and physically. I think we just have to take a moment, take a breath, and calm down. Remember, we're doing this for the Enclave and for ourselves. Everything's going to turn out all right. Yeah, and uh, not for these children. <laughs> Because uh, don't I, know I, that I, I'm just I'm just right and ready to let them die. Because that's what you expect. Because my dad's fucked up. I tell you what, I'll go spend a bounty and buy you a fucking lollipop. Now shut the fuck up. Now, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're oh, right. No. Um. Yeah, that's going to require a self control check right there. Oh fuck! It sure is. <laughs> For who? Me or him? No, sorry, that would be for uh, for decoy. He's going to need a self control check on that one. <sighs> That's an eleven over five. You had it in you. You you don't you don't lose anything off that deal. Um, but holy fuck, is your coworker an absolute asshole? Skids Skids has an idea of how how bad your father really is, and just threw that shit in your face. I liked you, Skids. You too. I liked. You skids. Oh, you got and then I'm done too. Wow, well, yeah, farm education paid off. Just for the record, I still like you both. <laughs> oh. You're good, Vaughn. Uh. Oh, hey, how's your brother doing, skids? <laughs> Is that the end of the scene? <laughs> that as well as yours, probably. Yeah. Oh, uh, scene like that's. Oh yeah. Uh... <laughs> you made like the nicest person I've ever fucking made an asshole because you were I, a dick I don't think I was a dick <laughs> I'm trying to keep the happy take crew together everyone's distressed uh, okay so uh, we get the two legs away we make the phone call to Jed Jed is ecstatic that you've completed the job. Uh, he informs you that the uh, the gun hands will be sending in a contingent of the Alpha crew to um, hold the site until uh, we put it to use. Um, you inform uh, them that there may be feral children involved so that they can be like, you know. I will spe- specifically say we saw them around the site. Sometimes they were within the fence and we scared them off. We don't know where they will be specifically when the gun hands show up. That's fair. Okay. Uh, you make it back to elevation. We're not going to do any legs back or anything like that. You've still got enough rations. It's not, uh, nobody's going to like starve or get gassed between here and there. No problem. Um, basically, uh, so that was, uh, spring cleaning questions, comments, concerns. I the creep and dread was, uh, very, I dug it. Very. Yeah, it was bad. (laughs) It was stressful. I was uh I know it probably felt like it dragged a little bit there for a bit, but that was I really wanted to try to play that um that up as much as possible because the whole point of that job is actually just the the, the horrible monotony and then having to s- sit there and deal with that bullshit with your coworkers the whole time. There's not any actual like big existential threat involved in any of it. But the, my inner market 
really wanted to see skids deal with like little kids flying down a silo around him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could have gone that way. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, honestly, I, I just love the idea that like there was just this imagined perception that fucking uh, decoy would just like throw children down a silo. And that's the thing. Decoy never would do that. Did I imagine that conversation about the dog picking up stray and stuff like that? I mean, it, oh, that was that? that was to me that that was when we were uh, going out to get supplies. That was just oh, a conversation. Well, see, I, I included that into the whole damn thing. I probably should. Yeah, I my bad. No, you're good. That 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 just makes it even weirder. <laughs> like this is you just projecting something onto uh, <laughs> just straight onto decoy, and decoy decoy's got a fucked up history and like decoy's trying it's like it's all the sessions that we've done in the past three days it just started like bleeding through but like back to the the game aspect of it sean like this and i chris has heard me mention this movie several times because i like it and stuff like that but it's a it's a real nice slow burn such as the film uh session number nine and like it just it's, it, that whole movie involves just these guys going through this uh, insane asylum, which is kind of haunted or possessed or something like that. And they're just trying to rip out the asbestos, and you know they're going to turn into like a community rec center. And they're just doing this all this work, and the whole time the tension's wrapping up, and uh, there's weird things happening, and somebody's losing their mind and shit like that. It's just it was uh, it was good. Like it was this was a very I enjoyed this scene a lot. I mean this whole game a lot. I'm, I'm glad that that worked. I was, that was the one thing I was nervous about was that that was going to work. I hadn't presented it quite in that fashion before. I, wanted, I, was, I was nervous that it wasn't going to come across very good. So I'm, I'm glad that that did work out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, is there anything else that anyone would like to add before we uh, get back to this? I well, honestly thought when there was a truck in the pond or lake with boxes in the back, it was going to be Steve in the truck, dead. <laughs> 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 nope, just, it like, said it was the fucking raccoon leg. He just looted some warehouse, loaded up a truck, and was just fleeing for it to make his own business somewhere. I really thought I was going to find Steve dead behind the wheel. I mean, there's there's still potential to find Steve dead somewhere. Like, don't don't give up on that. I mean, technically, from a mechanical standpoint, you can't. But so, just to if we're ending on a high note, um, job plus liquid assets, twenty seven apiece. Yes. 111 total, 27 apiece, and three extra uh, that we can divide however we like. Can I have one? No. <laughs> can I have them all, as far as I'm concerned? Uh, my break-even is 25. Either make a shitload of money, or you don't make shit. <laughs> Actually, my break-even isn't 25. My break-even is 28, if I have to pay back my dependents. Oh, uh, sorry, what was the uh, the uh, average price again, Brownie? Uh 27 per person with three floating extra that can't be divided evenly. Okay, 27 per person. I say we give it... Did, uh, did we, we have any leftover equipment that we could sell? There was the extra have, toolkit. Did we want to sell that? We also have the rope and climbers kits if we want to get rid of it. Uh, we also have eight ammo refreshes and four ration refreshes. Should we want to do something with that? And we have the I, two sleds if we're not getting them back. I'd say that we probably... It wouldn't be bad to say we left... Uh, a thing of rations, but then again, I feel like if the longer those kids stay in that place, the worse it's going to be for them. Well, if everyone knows about the children and 
like we kept rations in their area. If you had actually spoken with Decoy about this, Decoy would have been like, "Oh yeah, no, that fucking sucks. Let's help them." Um, okay. Well, we we can figure out what equipment we want to sell tomorrow yeah. since it is late. But it's twenty seven per person with three floating. Yeah. Um. So how are you doing there? Uh. Uh. Next. If if I get one bounty, I break even, and I'm I guess happy for once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to donate three. I'm going to. I'm going to say you get your. You can have the the free stuff, fair man. Like you take the remainder. Okay. You need uh, it worse. So what I mean by break even, I mean also payback, which I don't technically need payback if I don't need it. But if you guys are happy to give me, I I'm literally I have a fourteen maintenance, so like I have thirteen bounty, like just for my bank. I I'm willing to give you just three straight up. Okay. Yeah, I'm good with that too. I think we all are. Yeah. So I got. And, and you're the peacemaker. You're you're holding you're holding us together. So I mean, you you definitely need babysitting fees. Yeah, I think I'm the most sane out of all of us because with my three dependents, I just clear everything Sean dishes at me. So it makes sense that I'm like the most level-headed trying to keep everything oh, no. together. <laughs> oh no, I'm the most sane too. I literally don't have any trauma. Yeah, like, I'm gonna just... have to clear off some of that trauma. Yeah, same. Um, so. How are you dealing with your whole? Uh... Should I go ahead and leave, uh, in a session? Yeah, probably. We can right. up, uh, well, everything off by. Well, well, folks, we appreciate you sticking here with us as you see me and Chris go to each other's throat, which has been a long time since we've done that, Chris. It's been a while, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, it's, it's good to see you've still got teeth. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you again for tuning in for Sean's uh, playthrough of Elevation with us here. Just know that uh, whenever you listen to it again, less than 12 hours would have passed and we're back into it. In reality, we'll still be kind of blurred for some of us here. So until next time, say something positive, Chris. Uh, We did not think this through. (laughs) (laughs) We we did actually a lot more thinking through these past few games. We think through things too much. Yeah, no, we did. That's fair. Hey, guys. Even a blind hog will find an acorn.